Welcome to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps, and uh, joining me as always, back as always, can't get rid of him, uh, is the wonderful Druid Knowledge. Druid, how are you doing, my dude? Yeah, absolutely excellent today. Um, just a quick shout out to CEO of Netflix, Ted Sarandos, uh, for, for picking us up for season two. Uh, we, we, we really succeeded where the live action Cowboy Bebop failed. Uh, so, so thanks. Yeah, Ted, um, I'll, see you for, I'll see you for golf tomorrow. I wish all of that was so fucking true right now. <laughs> wait, wait, you've not you've not spoke to Ted. No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, he said yeah, he said yeah. I should go. He said I should go alone, but I wouldn't listen. What a little bitch! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's a great guy, <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, yeah, all CEOs are great guys. That's what we've learned in the last uh, 400 years of human history, <laughs> right? <laughs> but joining us is not the CEO of Netflix, uh, but a wonderful friend who I've come to get to know over the last few months. Joining us today is Real Andy DeSeal. Uh, or... Oh, it do be me, BB. Oh, shit, dude. Mm. He's oh, coming shit. straight out. He's coming straight out of the gate. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Andy. I am so happy to have you on the podcast. You were a requested guest. Wow, I feel so special. It, you should, because everybody who's a requested guest is like chaos shenanigans and <laughs> great times. So I'm, yeah. I'm so happy. I hope I can live on. up to the mark. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, and welcome to the show, the much ballyhooed Real Andy DeSeal. <laughs> So, Andy, uh, some people who don't watch the stream they they wouldn't know really who you who you are because you haven't been vocal in the community for a while. Uh, I have not. But how how did you come to find? Uh, come to find this group of chaos monsters <laughs> that is the community. The I came across the Ginger Snaps by way of one Crank Gumples, also known as Crank <laughs> Gameplays, also known as Eef. Big ol' uh, Eef. Big ol' Eef. Uh, so last year there was um, Thankmas, the Thankmas stream... Uh, that were all all the thank streams that were going on at once, and I stopped by Ethan's for some reason, um, which was abnormal for me because at that time I was like old man yells at clouds when it came to Twitch. I was like, "Man, Twitch is Twitch is for whippersnappers, eh?" So <laughs> I wasn't uh, I wasn't I wasn't hip to what the kids were putting down, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I uh, I decided to check in on his stream. I think it was a little bit after mine had ended. Um, and I saw he was, like, donating to people, and I was like, oh, shit, this is actually kind of cool. And so as I was watching through, um, 
one Ginger Snap 67 came up on the screen and was uh, shocked and surprised by <laughs> Ethan. And uh, it, it warmed my heart. And um, there were a few more in there that I was like, this is really cool. And it was it was content I really enjoyed. And it made me appreciate Twitch more. And so I think it might have been a few months after that or something. I continued to watch that VOD like over and over and over again. Like anytime I felt upset or like sad, Aww. it would just make me so happy to see other people happy. Oh, so I I'd go back that. and watch it. Yeah, I, I completely forgot because when I did a follow age in your chat, it's, it had said like only nine months or something. I was like, I was there at the fucking beginning. What do you mean? <laughs> but it was um, it was because I like went back after like many times of watching it. And like I followed three specific people from the stream, the first of which being you. Aww. So then I uh, I I wasn't active in people's chats for a while because I was still like, meh, when it came to Twitch. But then, like, over time, I got into it and then I just popped in one day and decided to start making dumb jokes and here we are. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it's funny because I had remembered your name. Like, I, had, I knew I had seen it before you started chatting. Like, actively chatting and participating in chat recently. And I was like, when the fuck when when did he find the channel? When when did this happen? <laughs> and then when you said something about the crank raid, I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking yeah, long ago. What a reaction to such a wholesome story. Right. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, I mean, Lil Lil fucking John on the track. I mean, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bitch, <laughs> bitch. But it was—I knew I knew that name from somewhere, bitch. <laughs> but it was just so like, like I didn't expect it. I still get some people who come back from that who will participate and like come back and check in with me and chat and just like, hey, how's it going? What are you doing? What's going on? How you been? But yeah. like. Lila came from that as well. So you're the second podcast guest that we've had that came from the crank raid. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, BB. Like, it's just, it's, it's so, it's, it's weird. Like, I didn't expect that to be a thing that happened, you know? Yeah. Like... So I'm just super duper like I'm so happy that you have popped back in and that we've gotten to know the real Andy DeSeal. Like Yeah. That's a real story of lurker to worker. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I mean, like is you you have been like one of those people who's just like, Hey, how's it going? Nobody's talking. I'm going to fucking talk your ear off. And I'm just like, Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> and so when I get you and drew it together and chat, it's just like, Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, 
it was one of those things where um, I, I don't recall if I had said it. Um, I, I think I had said it in a stream, but um, one of the, it, it was, it just kind of stems from like my background with being in music and everything. Like it, it was like the most sad thing for me to go into a room and like see nobody like interacting with the band or anything. And like, I was always a big, like everybody let's go, let's interact. Let's, you know, yeah. everybody get into it. And so I wanted to take that same attitude to like people's streams. I wanted to uplift people. I wanted to, you know, be like, uh, I like, I think it's so focused on, I mean, it's good that it's focused on like the community and everything, but I think the streamer needs, you know, to be, um, have more than just like, you know, people watching. I mean, obviously if you're going to lurk and stuff, that's totally cool and that's totally fine, right. but it's nice for the streamer to like have somebody in there and like being like, Hey, how's it going? And then like, you know, trying to do something to, uh, interact or make you laugh or make you think that kind of thing. Right. And that's, that's what, what's what's similar trajectories we've had, my friend. I was gonna yeah. say you two like kindred spirits, like cousins who never knew that the other existed until surprise. Like I, yeah, <laughs> that's one of those things that I love about just what happens with community. I'm just the evil uh, druid knowledge from America. I don't know about that. I think you both are secretly sweet beans, but you just don't. <laughs> you don't want anybody to know. That's gonna get come on. Out. I know it the, is. <laughs> the only the only fucking crank raid I've ever dealt with was saw me facing prison time. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean it. You know, it's just it's fucking. It's it's crazy, and I loved watching you two bond and chat over music. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's you know. It's you know. It's interesting for me because it's such an integral part of my life is uh, the music side of things. And do, do you know what? Uh, I don't really think you know. A lot of people on Twitch aren't really the biggest music nerds in the world. Uh, I basically glean that information from my understanding of what plays in the background while they stream it, uh, in the yeah, um, yeah. Uh, come on guys <laughs> fucking level up <laughs> well a big chunk of it is actually copyright issues yeah well if, if you want me to like, look I will compose you a theme tune <laughs> if you can hear my voice uh, I, your music stinks I will compose you a theme tune I'm not promising it'll be any better but it will be brimming with character <laughs> it will <laughs> You know, like your grandfather's footstool that he used in Nam to peek over the hedgerows. <laughs> His mind addled with LSD, listening to the doors, <laughs> trying his best to take a shot, and he just fucking couldn't. <laughs> and hey, buddy, I lost my leg. But I'll tell you what, that Jim Morrison sure fucking rocks. <laughs> It's watching you two guys bond over fucking metal music when you were just like, yeah, and any anybody who pays for, you know, the music, uh, you know, that money's going to go to charity. And Andy heard it, and he's just like, oh. And then you guys oh, just, really? like, 
bonded and it was adorable. Like watching from the outside, watching two people who like you'd think, yeah, they'd probably get along. Watching them just like connect and bond, it's it's like the the joke and the meme of Oh, they're so grown up. Like, it's like, oh, I just watched a friendship blossom. Oh, yeah. my goodness. You know, uh, sorry, wait. Uh, I've just received a text message from uh, Netflix CEO Ted Sarandos. Who, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, who wh- he joined Netflix on the 16th of July, my birthday. Coincidence? I think not. Because um, we, we, you know, they're talking about friendship blossoming. Uh, on a golf course, but he's just texted me saying, uh, abort podcast, you're damaging the brand. <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> because we can't have people knowing that how like sweet and cuddly we are, Andy. I don't know if you agree. Oh, I, I, I think we can, I think we can salvage it. I think we can still keep it under wraps. <laughs> I love you, Bill. I love you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's like an audio version of a Neuralizer from uh, Men in Black. It's called the yeah, Cutting yeah. Room Floor. Uh, I was going to say it was, it was Will Smith's first album. Oh, <laughs> big, Oof. big, big Willie style, which over here means something completely different. I just want to let you know, Will. <laughs> <laughs> over in, in these days, we call it Big Dick Energy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the I fresh, pr- the fresh pricks of. Uh... <laughs> Listen, are we gonna go down this route again? <laughs> We're talking about penises. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, torpedoes ready. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, would you? Would you guys like to uh, just uh, have a conversation while I sit in the corner and just think about my fucking decisions? <laughs> No, it's fine. You can sit at the grown-up table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you bring the pram? We'll, 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 we'll let you off the warning this time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bonk on the wrist, if you will. Yeah, right. yeah. Real, real daddy. This ale. Can you pass the cranberry sauce, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's definitely it's the thing I love about Andy is he's just very much himself he's very much him he doesn't fucking like sugarcoat or really hide much of anything druid is you know you know i think i think druid does it uh to to a much larger extent than i do i feel like i uh i don't know that there's a lot of times where i'll be like nervous or scared to say something or like I can't even tell you the amount of times I'll like go into somebody's chat and then like they'll say something and then I'll write out a joke that I think is fucking hilarious. I'm like, that's gold. And then I'm going to be like, wait, what if nobody gets it? And then I'm going to be like, well, I'm going to look really fucking dumb. And then I'm like, everybody's going to hate me. And so I'm like, okay. Yeah, but backspace. It's so it's so funny because it's very similar here. But where we actually diverge is that in my head I go, uh, this is hilarious. If they don't get it, they're fucking dumb. All right? <laughs> fucking get out, get out my fucking problem yeah. now. Yeah, get, get out my way. Read a fucking dictionary for once. <laughs> 
whereas I'm like, I'm going to ramble until somebody laughs at me. Laugh at my joke, Neanderthal. <laughs> when I'm really just saying dumb things. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. We'll dance for laughs. Pretty fucking much. <laughs> no, you, no you, you show more wit than that, I think. Um, fucking like... Like a wizard or something like spell binding to these people on the on the Twitch stream Fuck because that. you keep them coming day after day. Fucking sorcery! I have no fucking idea how. <laughs> you build a community really well because of of a lot of the people I've seen. Like that, there aren't many I've seen that like have people come back. Like I was telling you before, like I've I've seen some streamers where it's like they'll have like thousands upon thousands of followers, but it's like just their family members coming into the stream or something, and then you're walking in there feeling like you're interrupting like Thanksgiving dinner as like a fucking stranger, and you feel awkward, not a place, but like you always make people feel welcome, which is something yeah. that like I appreciated about going into the community because it was the first time like I had interacted on Twitch and I I didn't feel like I was like uh, fucking just some random like dude walking in being like, Hey, can I get a plate too? Kind of. Uh, Yeah. 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 Uh, Feed the homeless kind of situation. Yeah. Mashed potatoes are a little bit crunchy. Can I get another plate? (laughs) Yeah, it... yeah, no, I, I would completely agree with you there, actually. Um, you know, from my perspective, you know, I came in as a complete rando as well. <laughs> well, kind of. We we met in another stream, but I also arrived in that stream as a complete rando. Yeah, and yeah. I, I arrived there as a rando. They showed up on my, uh, like... They showed up on my Twitch homepage, and I was just like, "Oh, this looks fun." And then I was like, "No, I enjoy this. I enjoy this vibe. I enjoy this place, the space. I enjoy the people." Yeah, it, yeah. It, I think I I literally typed in the word emo into Twitch just to see what came up. My first time ever on Twitch, and you know, a hop, skip, and a jump later, here I am. Uh, literally, you know, if you think of yourself, Andy, as old man yells at cloud. I'm someone that's already clinically dead and has evaporated into the cloud because I I had never, ever set foot on Twitch. I think it will be about a year this month. And, uh, you know, exactly what you said. There's a lot to be said from that feeling of just being welcomed in, I think, and being able to... You know, kind of show some flair, show some expression as well, and show a bit of yourself to people. And in the time of a global pandemic, that was really welcome. Um, because imagine had I not gone on Twitch, I'd just be sat here, uh, pissed as a tramp, just waiting, just talking to myself, essentially. Uh, just uh, trying out my one-liners in the mirror. <laughs> All the puns. Except nobody gets a laugh except for you. Right. Yeah, I just like I look at myself and I laugh at myself. <laughs> Good one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody ever talks to me again. Yeah, it's it's definitely like I know that there's something that I'm doing that is that is right because 
at, at time of recording, we're a week after the end of the charity event. Like, we're, it's been a, about a week after the end of the December charity event for 2021. And I'm just going to acknowledge it and get it done and get it over with because if not, it's going to get brought up later and then I'm going to have to do this whole big like <laughs> thing about it. But, you know, the the money, the amount of money that we raised in 31 days is insane. Yeah, it's ima- almost obscene. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of money that's been raised in a year since... Andy was exposed to the channel. We had raised $500 before then. We've like, but before that, that exact moment that Ethan made that thousand dollar donation, I had raised like 560 bucks or something like that. And it was, we're at $25,000 that the channel has raised. Whew. That's that's a big big fucking number. Yeah. And it's a scary number. And so I'm obviously doing something right. <laughs> yeah. But I can't I can't put my finger on it and say this is what you need to do to be successful. This is what your motivations need to be. This is needs to be, you know. I I couldn't fucking tell you and people go, "No." It's because you do X, Y, and Z, but I'm like, I don't fucking understand. <laughs> it's easy yeah. to look at it from an outside perspective, but it's also easy to look at it from like the past. Right. But to to be able to say like, here's what I need to do in the future. You can't predict the future, so you don't know if that strategy is going to work or not. You right. don't know if what you did before is going to continue to work. Uh, regardless of it working in the past, it could completely change. Like trends could change this or that right and so it's just it's fucking insane and a side note i think the community was so hyped to hit ten thousand dollars because that means druid and i have to meet face to face i was waiting yeah oh my goodness so um there's gonna be a point where druid and i are both getting Equally drunk in the presence of each other and recording. He's going to see how much I talk with my hands, even with the camera off. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the newsreader effect. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, you ever notice that newsreaders, they just talk with their hands so much that I wonder if they're masturbating. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all the news is over there. It's a big wanker van. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, yeah, yeah. News people, hello. I have brought you dinner, and it is from the kitchen with a a big gesture motion, to, like yeah. the kitchen. <laughs> Everything William Shatnered. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm coming. John Podesta wins the poll. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm excited. I'm not gonna lie. To to do a live pod like it, an in person live podcast recording. Yeah, I'm interested to see if we actually get any usable content in there whatsoever. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna the be the intro. 
interesting. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ginger Talks podcast. <laughs> Welcome and to the Ginger like, Talks yeah. podcast 20 minutes later. And let me tell you what. I lose the hell of a community together. <laughs> that's that's why they keep coming back. I I don't get it, man. Like, who the fuck wants yeah. to talk to me? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that ADD toaster! What a card! He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Le- level with me, level with me. When I'm in the chat, I'm like a drunk uncle at Christmas, right? <laughs> So we have just looked into the into the fortune teller's glass ball, uh, and we will look back at this moment and go, "Oh fuck, we were yeah. right!" Or "Oh thank yeah. God." <laughs> yeah, I, I feel how right we were. It's either gonna age really well or really bad. With yeah, that's queen. that's it. Right? Yeah, and 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 then you know, one of us getting on a thirteen-hour flight with our tail between our legs, realizing we spent all that time and didn't record anything. Oh fuck! <laughs> like, did I forget something? Oh shit! Like Home Alone, except instead of Kevin, you'll be like podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, and just the embarrassment. Like I wake up the next day, my phone is just continuously buzzing. I'm refusing to answer it. I look over. It's Ted Sarandos again. You're fired. You ain't getting season three. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bridgerton. <laughs> I'm. I'm excited though. Like it's. Because we've been talking since we started recording the podcast about this trip being something that we would like to do. Oh, yeah, it's just the it's the next logical step, really, I think. Yeah, and, you know, I remember I was sitting in Toast House when I messaged you going, Hey, so I'm think I'm I'm setting up charity rewards for December's charity event. Um, what do you think about putting a a live recording on Twitch at three grand, and then maybe a stretch goal doing an in person podcast at ten grand? And you're like, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 sure not gonna fucking happen, man. Yeah, and then yeah, like, safest bet I've ever made. And then I message you on <laughs> New Year's Eve, and I go, we hit ten k, and you're like, when you read it and soak it in your Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, I've got to buy a suitcase or something. <laughs> or, you know, we, we don't know which way that's going to go yet. Right. Uh, oh god, it would be cool to come over there, but it would be cool if you came here as well. I don't really give a fuck. It's, we'll, we'll decide at a later date when we are... <laughs> We, yeah, we're yeah. Both at the I, same level of potentially prepared for this. Yeah, and, and you know, you know, disclaimer to to anyone listening, the you know, it's not happening next week. No, because I don't know if you guys know how fucking far it is, but it is quite far. Uh, t- you know, t- following the footsteps of the pilgrims, those disgusting, despicable, murderous pilgrims. Those fuckers. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, not only that, but you have like I think a little body of water to cross. Uh, yeah, just th- yeah, that that could provide a bit of a problem. Just a little puddle, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, luckily we won't be sailing. Uh, we'll sa- we'll save the wind waker stream for someone that fucking a bit of a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't like wind waker. Uh, no, I'm digging a hole. Uh, someone save me. Hey. Ted Sarando! Ted! <laughs> Ted! 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 What do I do? What do I do? And he's like, don't worry, just mention Squid Game Season 2. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ted. Uh, by the way, did you know that Squid Game has been... It will return! <laughs> We've greenlit Season 2 of Squid Game. Look, uh, diversion, maybe. diversion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I, I like put one of those masks on with like the uh, polygonal PlayStation shape. buttons. Yeah, I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But except, like, uh, Ted Sarandos has sent me a special one here. Let me just... Unboxing live on the podcast. Oh, look, get it out. It's just a dick. <laughs> well, did you... Speaking of, of dicks and masks and things, there's a, there's a segue that I'm going to do here. Did you guys... Andy, I think you were there. Uh, did you guys see the helmet? I didn't see the helmet. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm I pissed. Okay, I'll yeah. find, uh, I'll find and clip uh, some of the time of me wearing the helmet. Um, yeah, yeah. Me and me and Andy were sitting at home staring at our own fucking helmets. Hey, <laughs> 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 Merry Christmas to me and a happy new year. Yeah, dreaming, yeah, dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> Which reminds me, I, you know, I'm getting about to be really vulgar here. Uh, if I, if I, if you could allow me the, uh, yeah. the pleasure. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, but yeah, yeah. Seems like pleasure. you've already been pleasuring yourself the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I put all those donations in for a helmet stream, thinking it was something completely different. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I, I was listening to the musical artist Liz Fair the other day. Uh, artist that I'm a big fan of her early work, and I found one of her later albums. She's got a song called HWC. I was like, that's interesting. What's HWC stand for? Only to find the chorus was uh, Give Me Your Hot White Cum. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) Yeah, Give Me Your Hot White Cum. And there is the intro music for... today's episode Fuck. give me give me your uh yeah so just note to self uh for when i'm in the editing room remember to uh prefix this episode with liz fair's hot white cum oh my god <laughs> so yeah just a little side i just um i discovered this song about a week ago for the first time and i was just so excited by how it's terribly the worst song about Intercourse that I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> and there that's, are some bad that's ones. Saying something, yeah, there are some bad ones. I mean, like Andy, you'll know from the the difficult lyrical trail left by metalcore bands in about two thousand and six. Uh, they did some pretty awful songs about uh, the act of coitus. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I gotta gotta agree with you there. Yeah, it just wouldn't fly today. And you know, here's the thing: is that these guys that wrote these uh, disgusting, horrendous lyrics, 
Uh, and now uh, your moral forebears on Twitter. <laughs> Just bear that in mind. There's a fucking Leo DiCaprio dating a 14-year-old uh, Filipino girl in all of these fucking weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I uh, love what this recording has become. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's lucky that we are in the year 2022 because 30 years ago, this would have, we'd, we'd be facing a, an obscenity trial. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? In some cultures, I'd be burned at the stake at this point. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, matter. But, yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, that's by virtue of the fact that you're you're a woman, unfortunately. I know. I mean, oh, and she's got opinions. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! How, Witchcraft. Yeah, how predictable. Burner. Listen, I've already that, been accused yeah, of being that, a witch this year. But, yeah, well, that's just Kentucky, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hey, you're a wo- you're a woman, and we don't like what you said. I said, well, are you Christian? Yeah. Well, then forgive me. <laughs> Zing. Use their own yeah. logic against them. Yeah. Hey, I don't uh, like that even less. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah. how, about, how about you wait for Q to tell me what, what to do, buddy? Oh, and I'm not t- yeah, and I'm not talking about the guy off uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation because that dude is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like it would be uh, remiss to not uh, bring up that Andy also does a little bit of charity work. And there's one specific way that he's doing charity work that I absolutely love and I frequently listen to because, you know, that's me and I share it with my friends. Um, Oh, I'm so sorry. No, they fucking love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. A previous podcast guest ab- was absolutely like, no, this needs to be played on the radio. Um, Andy is a, you're, correct me if I'm wrong, you're a one-man band right now? Um, That would be correct. I, I always, so I flip-flop back and forth between calling it a band and calling it a project. Because I'll call it a project because it's not a band, because a band insinuates like many people. Right. Um but, like, I have people who, like, I have a, a friend of mine who, like, works on the musical aspect of it because I can't um, create the music. I'll just give him a direction and be, like, be kind of the director of it, so to speak, and say, hey, this is the direction I want to take it. I want to uh, combine these things, this specific weird instrument, and, like, let's see what you can do with it. And then I will, like, I do the lyrics and then the vocals. Yeah. God, he's a man after my own heart, this guy. I know. <laughs> but it's um it's a whole interesting process and it um it basically originated with my last band and um basically I from the point of getting out of high school, um my whole thing was just like I wanna be in a band, like that's just it. And um I had such a terrible time in high school, like they were the worst four years of my life and the only thing that got me through each and every single day was music. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted people to be able to listen to me the same way that I would listen to bands like we came as Romans and 
The Color Morale, The Amity Affliction, uh, a bunch <laughs> wow. of fucking bands. Some right. deep cuts. I know. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I, I've um, heard the I'm sorry, but I don't think I've heard the name The Amity Affliction for a good like 12 years. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, they've uh, they've dropped off the map a little bit. Uh, no offense, the Amity Affliction, Mister Amity yeah. Affliction, if you're listening, yeah. and we know you are, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Ted from Netflix said it himself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but... Ted, Ted from Netflix says, "Listen to the Amity Affliction, and uh, also watch Squid Game season two when it releases." Yes, <laughs> but once um. Once I like started doing this band and everything, um, we cycled through like every single person in the state of Michigan before we like got a solid like lineup. And um, the whole goal was it was like based around like mental health. Like that was my big thing because I had such a hard time in high school and dealt with so much that, you know, it was what I wanted to help people with. It was my like main goal and like the main point of the music. And so. Um, the yeah. music did take a slight little turn thanks to uh, some some members who were in there who wanted their own like thing put in there. But the, we generally kept the message the same. We um we got a little bit far into it. Uh, I got to live out some of my dreams uh, playing with my favorite band. We came as Romans, and uh, I had the bassist. Um, he he did the artwork for me. The um, if uh, I have a jigsaw Twitch, by the way, if, if anybody wants to check that out, uh, I don't post on it because I, I only am going to do charity streams on there. But, um, like the this the logo for the project is uh, created by the um, bassist from We Came as Romans, and we're friends. We'll talk to each other every now and again, but it's mostly like, hey, I uh, I need some I need some artwork, and then he's like awesome okay i can do that and then he does a really fucking good job mm-hmm. um yeah. <laughs> we came as romans we left as respectful man yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the the whole point of this was because um basically the band ended up falling apart in 2017 uh we had been a- together for about uh 4 years at that point like and we, we we did we did plenty of spectacular things, but they just wanted to take it a different direction than I did. Um, so I I was more focused on wanting to do things like YouTube, and so I started getting into that. I was watching like Jacksepticeye and Markiplier and all that, and then um, the two completely random things got me back into music because for a while I was so heartbroken and so like it hurt so much that like music was kind of like poison to me. Like I didn't want to listen to music when I was driving. My wife would be like, Hey, well, she's my girlfriend at the time, but she's like, Hey, let's, you know, turn on some music. I was like, no, 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 no. I I don't want to, I don't want to listen to anything. And then, um, two completely random events, uh, kind of wanted me to get back into it. Um, that was the Australian wildfires. Um, and, the passing of the vocalist of We Came as Romans, Kyle Pavone. Um, I was devastated when I heard about the Australian wildfires because I'm a big, bless you if that was a sneeze, um, I'm a big fan 
of animals. Animals are, I love them. I love them so much. They're sweet and innocent and cute little beans, and I want to save them all, and I want to pet them all, and I want to hug them, <laughs> tell them everything is going to be okay. Um, but yeah, then I heard... Because they can't do it for themselves, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, when I heard that basically all of Australia was burning, I just fucking, I lost it. I was, I was in just a lot of distress, because like, I get this very, like, this very real sense of like dread from climate change and all that kind of thing. And there was this one person um, <laughs> who I, you wouldn't think I'd take inspiration from given that it's completely different mediums, but there was this woman who uh, was like a model and she sold her nudes to like benefit uh, the yeah. wildfires. And she made over like a million dollars to go towards like, helping fight the wildfires. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. That is inspirational. That is incredible. And like, despite what people may think, you know, treat sex workers with respect. Uh, Damn right. And so, you know, I, I was truly inspired by that. I was like, you know, she is doing the right thing. That is an incredible fucking thing to do. It was the type of stuff I wanted to do in the band, not sell nudes. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, uh, we call that we call that getting wood for the woods around the yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like our whole thing in the band was to you know help people and do all this, and we never. It became more of a thing of like clout chasing and like you know trying to get famous and stuff, and it seemed like there were times when we'd lose our way, and I just I didn't like that. So yeah. When yeah. I saw her do that, it just got me really fucking inspired to like do something similar with music. I was like, well, you know, why don't I just do the same thing with like music? Literally every penny that doesn't go into making the music goes into like at that point spreading out the funds elsewhere to things that need it because a lot of bands will do things and it's nothing wrong with this. If like, you know, you are a musician and you want to like do this, but there'll be bands that'll do, you know, like, Hey, 20% of the profits go towards this. Well, I'm not in this to make money anymore. I'm not in this to like, try to be famous anymore. Mm. I'm in this because even, even if it means like only $50 ever gets donated to a charity for a song I write, like, it's $50 that I might not have been able to spend myself, but it's like a bunch of different avenues for little donations to come in here and there. Mm -hmm. So if I was able to spend all the money I could spend on like recording, which isn't very much because I do it from home. Like yeah. if I was able to spend all that money, it wouldn't make as much of a difference as it would with all of these little donations coming in and around and trying to inspire others to donate or to spread the word or, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's wild. Cause literally same, literally done the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, you know, you know, as you say, um, kind of when you're in that position where you're kind of trying to like, I, I'm kind of thinking that this is the same in any creative industry, to be honest, but you know, obviously I too come from that musical perspective is, as soon as you try and take it to that next level financially to start supporting yourself, then you find that what you're doing has to be compromised to a level that makes the creative 
processing that. Uh, not necessarily the most fun thing in the world to do anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, from our perspective, it was like we were starting to get some attention in magazines and stuff like that. And they're like, uh, hey, that's great. We would like to feature in the magazine. Uh, but if you want to have a feature with an image in it, then you're going to have to not smile in the photo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. For instance, and things like that, and it just even that was enough to piss me off enough to um, basically disband uh, a project that was going really well, and just be like fuck it. And I literally did the same thing where you know started kind of bringing stuff out on my own and doing it for charity and for that kind of cause, uh, just lifts you and 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 kind of helps motivate that process a little bit more you know and and completely right and this goes to anyone that donated to the uh charity stream that's just gone it really doesn't matter how much you're raising how much you're donating you know if that money is going to a good place you know they'll take a dollar right it really doesn't matter that's Andy, in some of your donation messages, you're like, this is all the money I've got. I can't donate a whole lot. And it's like, bro, that's more dollars that the charity didn't have. It doesn't matter if it's a dollar. It doesn't matter if it's the, you know, the anonymous donor mash match that we had. Oh, yeah. Like it, it, every dollar is a dollar that I celebrate. I celebrated your twenty dollars just as much as i celebrated toast thousand dollars i celebrated a sale of druid's music that got donated just as much as i celebrated ronnie coming in and dropping 500 bucks yeah like yeah it's it's money that's going towards something good and it all adds up like so it doesn't matter like i've decided that I would like to have donated 10% of my Twitch revenue privately and quietly to, there's a couple charities I have my eye on and it will never be, Hey guys, I just donated 50 bucks to this homeless charity. It's yeah, it's, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take it out of my own, my Twitch money, and it's not going to be anything that involves any of the other big events that I do. Like, it's, you know, it's something that I am going to do quietly and privately because I feel impassioned to do so. And so it doesn't matter if it's $10, if it's (laughs) $11,000. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah funny enough, I've just got a message here. Uh, it's from uh, Ted Sarandos, <laughs> <laughs> and he he's he's been kind enough to donate two hundred dollars so I can get a new set of golf clubs for tomorrow. So thank you, Ted. Well, shit. What a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's all going to a good cause. Uh, I'll see you on the green. Uh, tee off. <laughs> tee off one o'clock. Uh, we're changing lives out there on the green. <laughs> Yeah, I it just so it's I absolutely love that you're that this is what you're doing and you were 
you seemed real shy and real nervous and you sent it to Druid and I was just like, hey, I like that kind of music. I would love to hear it. I was like, hey, hey, can I hear it? And then I was like, I know about 15 million people who would enjoy this. Uh, I'm going to share it and then ask for forgiveness later if he's upset about it. <laughs> yeah, I I would not be upset about it. I'm uh, I'm thankfully past to the point of like um, being nervous to show people. It's more or less just like the general idea of bringing it up in general, because I don't like to. I don't want to feel like I'm just inserting myself and like going into some Twitch streamer and being like, Hey, did you know I'm a musician before I even fucking say hi or like get yeah, to know anybody. Right. But, and, and cause it would also defeat the whole purpose of the thing. Cause then at that point it is just about clout chasing, but right. Yeah. I, I definitely have that anxiety bringing up, um, the, that I even like playing instruments sometimes uh, because of this, this kind of like, which, you know, it might baffle anyone to hear that because I feel like I've just got stoned and brought it up about a million times in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But, But, you know, what you've got to understand is, is like, you know, from my perspective, someone that doesn't stream, you know, this is, that's the thing I do. Uh, there's just no getting around that. Uh, but yeah, I find I find it. You know, oh, I so I play the guitar. Uh, <laughs> you really, it'd be really awesome if you could hear this uh, selection of notes I've picked out for you today. <laughs> and all the money goes to my hair transplant because uh, my mom says uh, my mom says uh, my widow's peak is looking a little bit uh, a little bit choice right now. Um. <laughs> What was the point of what I was saying? Uh, completely lost it. Yeah, no, but I, I, I understand completely that kind of... But, you know, it goes back to what we said kind of at the beginning, is that the allure of this community, as it stands right now, uh, we don't know if Ginger's going to get too big for her boots and stop returning our calls. Um, <laughs> as, as she climbs uh, the ladder of uh, Twitch success... A ladder that I don't fully understand, even though I do a podcast about Twitch. <laughs> um, uh, um, you know, part of the allure of the community is that, you know, it's a space where we, sh- you know, you're, you're essentially sharing who you are, what you do. And I think, you know, just to be able to share music with you, Andy, I mean, like, that was, it was just great. Uh, it was great. Uh, meeting you just on the pure basis of the fact that uh oh my god uh i can share this with andy right now and he will understand where i'm coming from here yeah and you know just even you know i i'm not sending that shit because i want you to like bow at my feet like wayne's world did with Aerosmith. We are not worthy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not after that. It's just like, oh, this is cool. We can share something here. The the quote that has continued to haunt me since the last live podcast, uh, I'm not, you're not sharing this with him so that he'll fluff your dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who said that? I said that in the live podcast recording. And Shit. that quote has been haunting me 
ever since then. <laughs> uh, well, you should try try him in a fluffy dick. It's it literally the 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 sentence was I'm not trying to fluff your dick here. And <laughs> oh my god. What who, did you say did, what did you say that to me? I said that to authentic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um disclaimer, not the fluffiest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> The scene from Bambi down there. <laughs> it it was just like so. Uh, you know, I know that that quote exists. That's something I've said. I know um, hundreds of people have heard it by now. You um, can't take it back. Uh, yeah, no. I, I'm just gonna lean into it even farther now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look at <laughs> look at the Google search history. How do you unfluff a dick? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture a of podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's just a picture. Of, just a picture of uh, Thumper from Bambi completely shaven. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got he's got authentic X eighty one branded lights in the background, uh, which I can't understand. <laughs> You're not new here. <laughs> oh fuck! Real quick, before because you had said that, it reminded me. Um, I, I hope. It, so his mod never responded to me, but he was doing a a stream yesterday and somebody had went on and like made another account because everybody was redeeming the hi, I'm new here. And he was like, you're not new here. Uh-huh. And then he said something like, if somebody comes in with the name like greetings, I'm new here, I'm going to like end the stream and quit Twitch forever. <laughs> and so somebody went on and like with a account called greetings, I'm new here. And then... <laughs> It became this, like, who who did it? And then uh, I went on. I came to my computer. I went on and I made another account. And I said, hello, I'm also new here. And I followed him. That was you who did that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... No, this is a Twitch exclusive. And then I... I didn't think I had enough, so I made a th- I made a second account and I did the third new person. Oh, that one was <laughs> you! I knew. So I know one person who was messing with him, but I didn't know who was making the other accounts. Yeah, the uh, the two other ones were me, but I <sighs> I felt kind of bad because I was like, I don't know if he's actually gonna get like upset about this or not. So I I had messaged his mod and I was like, hey, like if this is something that like he's actually gonna get mad about, tell him like I'm really sorry and I won't do it again. But like I saw an opportunity and I took it. So yeah, yeah, I, I uh, PM me the name of the mod and I'll say, um, hey, just posted on behalf of Real Andy Deceal here, um, <laughs> a, a, a luminary figure in the uh, Twitch community right now, um. <laughs> Just uh, just to let you know, was Authentic offended uh, by his recent uh, account, uh, the account gate? <laughs> and, 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 and if so, tell him to shut the fuck up. I'm new here. <laughs> I, I don't have it set up, but one of my Christmas gifts uh, from the one of the uh, aforementioned uh, community members, ADD Toaster, uh, he bought me a stream deck and sent it to me for Christmas. And I've got a whole bunch of audio clips that I have to add to it still. And one of them is, hi, I'm new here. And it's Toast saying, hi, I'm new here. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm like, 
I need to get this set up so I can just poke a button and it just plays. <laughs> I Yo, need can this. I, can I say what's not new here? That that fucking jawline, man. I know. On that guy. I know. Fucking hell! You could you could stick a roast pig with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking un but unbelievable! What that guy did to his fucking face, I don't know, but uh, I want some of that. Because <laughs> uh, you know, I I've got the jawline of a like a plum in in winter. Uh, I've got two jawlines, so you know it's fine. <laughs> That double yeah, right. chin life. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel that. Gonna... Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's fucking. I've got like a weird weight distribution thing going on where it just goes around the middle every time it does. Uh, but you know, when I look down and I can't see my penis, I still thank the Lord that it doesn't go under my chin. <laughs> What's that like? What's that? Uh, it's all right. Uh, it, you know, you still have to get a therapist. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, nervous. Uh, I'm going to get to the point where I can't see my penis under my chin. <laughs> well, it's not meant to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, you know, just like I, I'm not neck, neck I'm fucking not... necking. <laughs> Like a like a duck, like a duck attacking a piece of bread on the pond water. <laughs> oh my god! It's like god. getting in there, getting in there. <laughs> I know, like, so it's good. just got it's just got subtitles underneath. Like I can't see my dick anymore. <laughs> Is it my my pronounced bill? Uh, it's like, and there's just a guy saying, like, "Hey, see, you're a pelican, man. That's a fan." <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. God bless the pelican. The fucking just rocking the ballsack on their face. Uh, unashamed. Yeah, just like goblin minnows. That's the name of my next uh, musical project, actually. Goblin minnows. <laughs> Yeah, a bit fishy, if you ask me. <laughs> God, God damn it. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. fuck. Fucking no one likes fishing, man. Uh, I, I was I, I was looking at the PlayStation Store the other day, uh, the January sale. Uh-huh. Absolutely horrified to see how many fishing simulators that there are. Oh, dude. The simulator yeah, games have taken off. Oh, my God. And it, do you know what? Twitch is definitely to blame. Oh, absolutely. So it really simulator games started picking up when like farming simulator 2019 came out and there was this like it was always there and you knew it was there and you could see it, but you chose to ignore it a lot like my sex life. Uh, (laughs) Listen, you guys got to talk about your penises. I get to I get to throw one in there. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's Ted messaging me again. That's Ted messaging me again. He said, uh, can we keep it patriarchal, please? The systems of control are there for a reason, dude. <laughs> I uh, see you talk. Classic, uh, what a ca- Ted. Yeah, yeah, what a card. Absolutely. So, uh, but, like, 
Yeah, yeah, just getting Power past the carry, the carry, carry Bradshaw moment. That's right. Then Power Wash hit the scene, and like there was a small group of Twitch creators who were just like, "Yeah, sure," and then it caught on with bigger creators, and then it boomed, and now everybody's just like, "Hurry up, put out a simulator game, do it now!" Yeah, I want to, I want to go down to Lake Tahoe and get a marlin out of that water, and I want to uh, <laughs> broadcast it to fifteen people who all know me by a fake name. Bro, there. What's the one? I have to look at look it up now. Is it lawn mower? Lawn. Fifteen people sounds like a dream. Lawn mowing simulator. Oh yeah, I just saw. I literally saw an ad for that on like a YouTube uh, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad, the game. I. Everybody's just like, uh, you know, oh my god, power wash, but. I've played other games like Power Wash that it's like, this is cathartic for me. There's something about it where it's monotonous. I don't have to think about it. I can just do it. And then Power Wash was a lot like that. But then, like, I saw Lawn Mowing Simulator and I was like, fucking why though? There's DLCs for it. Ancient Mm -hmm. Britain. (laughs) <laughs> that's where all the good moan happened like just snow- ask my, my my ancestors all the tests they were moaning like motherfuckers out there <laughs> well and like yeah. the truck simulators and snow runner and all of these fucking like all these simulator games how about this I've just got a million dollar idea here oh god uh, imagine this movie tie-in simulator here uh, farm Simulator Matrix Edition, where you play as a machine that has to upkeep the human farms from the Matrix. Oh my and god! Keep, keep the oh machine, man. keep the machine world running. <laughs> you could be onto something. Yeah. 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 He encountered systemic anomaly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You go I, in and like they get they wake up and you've got to like just slap them up. <laughs> like get get down. <laughs> just like that, that redundant noise. Like thanks for chase kids. Right. <laughs> I like. I play simulator games. I I do. I know. I you guys know it's something that I fucking do. Why am I so into gas station simulator? I managed a gas station. I worked in a gas station for six fucking years. Why do I want to play gas station simulator? Food truck simulator is something that's coming. Mythbusters, the game is something that's coming. Oh my God. What the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Mythbusters, the game. Airport I, contraband. What? Uh, yeah, this is this is the thing, right? Is that just uh, that moment where you are doing your job in the day, and then you go onto your uh, console or PC, and then play a game where you just do the job again, right? Like what? What? Yeah. I couldn't oh. do that. Yeah, just like oh, I'm a gas station attendant. Uh, 
And then uh, by night, I'm a gas station attendant. My wife won't talk to me. Uh, he's just like, oh, fuck. And then you're like, you, you know, I'm new here. And he's like, dude, you got to pee first after 9 p.m. <laughs> like, it's Oof. fucking just blows my, blows my mind. Like, it that these are, like, these are things that are trending on Twitch and YouTube and games that people are like, oh, my God, have you played this yet? You have it. You need to. I'm like, fuck, man. Fuck. Oh my god, have you played Kidney Stone Passing Simulator? My god, it's so cool. I didn't have to play it. I've played it in real life. I'm fine with not doing that again. <laughs> but play yeah. the simulator, it's so fun. No. Yeah, but the, uh, the thing about Kidney Stone Simulator is that um, the loading times take the piss. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> it's just a simulator of someone's sitting on the toilet drinking a beer just waiting yeah. I was like, well yeah, yeah. what am i gonna do scroll <laughs> social media for a little bit oh god yeah, yeah. it hurts yeah 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 like like problematic uh post on facebook <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know, like you're just sitting there unlocked. yeah yeah just literal just dribbles of piss falling out as you do it <laughs> and it's like hey i got extra lives on candy crush saga <laughs> and you're just like dribbling just little, little, just echoes, echoes of droplets hitting the ball. Uh, the, the, the sounds of our forefathers, uh, their lament at how banal our lives have become to the point where uh, a growing popular trend is uh, just uh, milk toast fucking life experiences. I'm gonna clean this. Uh, I'm gonna clean this apartment up real good. Um, you know, at least Nintendo packaged it as Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> and they did it again, Vacuum Simulator. They did it again with Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> uh, which I would love to see a modded version of Luigi's Mansion where you just vacuum up members of the KKK instead of ghosts. I mean, fucking let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm down. Fuck. Fucking yeah, C- clean the clan simulator. <laughs> yeah, like, well, you you scored yourself a grand dragon, <laughs> the grand wizard. Can, can, uh, yeah, this is a bit like D and D. This is great. Oh. And you just got Luigi going Mario, Mario, and like the, the the clan members come out. They're like, hey, get out of my country, bro. The, the big boss battle at the end is yeah. just David Duke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Know. Yeah, yeah, oh, fuck. Shit. Yeah, that's Luigi's Mansion, the expansion. <laughs> Coming at you live. Fuck. I love that we're we're making enemies with the right people on the podcast right now. I love it. Yeah. If you, I tell you what, if you're a grand wizard, I will pay half of your flight, and uh, I'll come and pick you up, and we will fight to the fucking death. You're a cunt. Oh shit! <laughs> I agree. Grand wizard, prepare to meet the fucking dreadful druid. See, the thing is, they can find me. They're gonna have a harder time finding you, Mister. I shared my name with a yeah. famous person. <laughs> yeah, sorry, this isn't Minority Report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if any Grand Wizards want to find me, my name's Tom Cruise. 
<laughs> I'm in this church of Scientology, yeah. and uh, you can't touch me. Suck a dick, dumb shits. Yeah. You want to know what a grand wizard is? I live in Hogwarts, because I'm British. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do another spell, Harry? Not particularly, Ron. <laughs> I want I want to I want to make out because I'm fourteen. Right. Yeah. I want to suck face and imagine that we did more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that's that's all Harry Potter is. <laughs> it's just like he's just like there wasting his life on girls that don't like him but just tolerate him. And they're like, oh, that's a cool scar. That is, he's like, you would ship like a ship like a fucking lightning bolt, bruh! Gryffindor! <laughs> like, Gryffindor, that's gross. I'm Kappa Zeta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fucking, fucking love it. Yeah, oh, my shit. dad's the my dad's the grand wizard. Whoa, is that Merlin? Yeah, like, no. <laughs> Not cool. No, I'm from I'm from Texas. <laughs> uh, sorry to any Texans out here, you uh, you longhorned bucks. Thanks for uh, donating all that money. It's going to a good cause. So fuck you. <laughs> See, it it always ends up that I end up uh, googling somebody. Uh, it. Somebody while we're doing the podcast, and uh, David Duke is from Tulsa, Oklahoma. So you were close. Uh, you were very yeah. close. Yeah. Well, fuck him. I don't care where he's from. He can just he can fuck off into a black hole. Absolutely. I won't rest. I won't rest until David Duke lives in a black hole that exists far from our universe. Oh. And then and and hell of a Spider Man multiverse movie in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm gonna get you, David Duke. If it's the last thing I do, oh, Mary Jane, Mary Jane's, Mary Jane's falling under the wicked spell of his horrific ideology. And he's like, yeah. How much web fluid do you need to uh, stop that injustice, Spider Man? I'm out of web fluid, but I better. <laughs> I, I've got a Twitter page. And you're like, oh, the grassroots action starts at the beginning, Spider Man. He's like, oh, gee whiz, Druid, thanks. <laughs> My spiders. <laughs> G Wiz G Willikers. I'm Peter Parker. I'm at high school. And I, I can't. Uh, well, this is boring now. I can't relate to you on any level because uh, he's like TikTok. I'm like, shut up, Spider Man. Uh, yeah, fuck off with your TikTok. He's like, hey, uh, yeah, there's some good creators on there. 60 seconds of pure adrenaline and a uh, straight serotonin to my shut up, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And then, and then, and what do Marvel do? Um, they then have the uh, the indecency to uh, to invite three of them onto the screen. Like, gee whiz, gee whiz, gee whiz, do it! Like, Jesus Christ! Spoiler <laughs> alert to those who haven't seen the new Spider Man. Uh, I was actually on about Into the Spider Verse, so fuck you. Listen. Just go if, if you like Spider Man, go see the new one because it's a borderline religious experience. It was for those who like Spider Man. Okay, it was really good. I really did enjoy it. Oh, so look, good! Look, I absolutely, absolutely loathe to say and detest to say that I enjoyed it as well because 
uh, I, I don't know if Marvel movies is something I've really talked about on the podcast, but I've got a really difficult relationship with them. I would kind of agree with you. I did a, um, well, not maybe to the same extent, but I did like a tier list stream. Um, I, I, th- I think it was like halfway through um, my run of like thank miss this year. Mm-hmm. And I had some very unpopular opinions, uh, according to some people, um, when it came yeah. to Marvel movies. But as as much as I do like comic book type content, I was never a comic book reader like my brother was. Um, but Marvel just, I it's like a little too light for me most of the time, and like. You watch some of the movies and it's just too Disney-fied. Mm. And I just, I have a problem with it. Because the show Daredevil is really fucking dark uh, and brutal. Uh, I always say, my favorite thing in any of the MCU projects is that series. Yeah. And, and the rest of the shows kind of followed suit with it, sort of. Uh, I would say more so like Jessica Jones the first season than like yeah which was Iron we, Fist yeah. or Luke Cage. Um, I didn't see. I only saw a little bit of Luke Cage. Um, and I didn't watch any of Iron Fist like season two. By all reports, uh, it fell off real bad. That oh, Iron yeah. Fist show. And I probably and... wouldn't have even watched Jessica Jones had it not been for David Tennant. Because I fucking love David. Yeah, yeah, he, he he was really good in it as well. Um, but here's, here's the thing about Marvel, and I, and actually, I ended up in a Discord uh, movie stream with uh, some Scottish streamers that I kind of follow, and there was a dude in there clearly loved Marvel movies, and I thought he was gonna come down and try and fist fight me because. The, the 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 way I see those movies, um, and 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 the new Spider Man for all of its like wonderful aspects and how fun it was to watch. Mm-hmm. The here's the thing about Marvel, the 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 films that I that I really struggle with is when I'm sat at home or in a theater watching one of those movies, uh, I I'm cynically hyper aware. That it is like it has so much heart and soul, but then almost by virtue of that fact, doesn't. Because I see those films and it's like equations for to try and get you to react to them, and all the emotional beats in those films kind of pop up, and it's like this well balanced equation where it's like, we'll make you laugh, we'll make you cry. And uh, and then we'll make you cheer at the end, or we'll make you cry again. And I'm just like, I can I can see that this like movie following it, a formula too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 not even necessarily like in the narrative of the films, but it's more so in in how they want you as a viewer to react to them. Uh, in that everything's done for maximum effect, and it, it's really. I see it as the product of like our social media age, really. Mm-hmm. In that everything that they they do, there seems to be this, um, and I can almost hear the the rage of about like 
50 people listening to this right now going like, what the fuck are you talking about? These films are the greatest. So many people are lost in the hyperbole of saying these are the greatest films of all time. I'm sorry, but they are not the greatest films of all time. Um, uh, like, it's it's like they're, they're cinematic buzzwords, like completely designed to... Uh, entrance you into that universe and and really let that kind of t- take over what what you enjoy. Um, I try not to get involved in Facebook comment sections, but I have a thousand arguments in my mind with people that uh, I think partially as well. I'm pissed off because you know I don't go on Facebook a lot. I'm a lurker on Facebook, but. Um, since that fucking Spider-Man movie came out, I am bombarded with... And I don't Google these movies. I don't fucking give a fuck. Like, really, I'm not their target audience. I'm not a popcorn rustling moron like the rest of you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, no. I'm only into art. No, no, I'm not like that. But fucking, no, uh, just like... Uh, the blind adoration of these films, it, it kind of makes me sad in a way because I love film, I love cinema, I love going to the theatre and watching a film. And um, what, I, what I'm what i witnessing with the Marvel Universe is a monopoly, a corporate monopoly, uh, you know, where they're taking over all these nostalgic... Um, all these nostalgic titles and brands and things like that, and just almost sanitising them under the Disney umbrella in a way that it just makes me feel slightly alienated as a moviegoer, as someone that doesn't just blindly love every... Like, people are excited for upcoming Marvel titles featuring characters that, come on, you've not heard of fucking Moon Knight? You didn't, yeah. you didn't know who Moon Knight was six months ago? And I'm getting people like, hey, Moon Knight's going to be rated R! Right. I'm like being being rated R is not enough to sanction my interest in something. Yeah. yeah. No, it, I completely agree. That's that's about the <laughs> that's about my general consensus of it too. And yeah, coming from like uh, because I had aspirations at one point to work in TV and movies, like. I get the formulaic, it sells, it's making them money, keep pumping it out. Do I like it? No. Do I understand why they're doing it? Yes. But that's why I love pulling these odd, oddball things in and pulling these different, you know, the, the focus on some of the underrated Marvel properties, I love and yeah fair enough that works for you i've basically called that out if it works for you it works for you right. I, I, I really don't mean to be such a natural born hater <laughs> and i realize that that's what i'm being right now um i guess i've just i've got like a i, I find them a philosophical nightmare right in the like i'm just like fuck there's so much talent out there in the movie world and there's so many good films coming out that just like we we want to get on our knees and suck the Peter Parker's dong, right? I'm just like, man, I love Spider Man. Like when I was a kid, fucking love Spider Man. Um, but Jesus, uh, me sitting here as a grown man, 
I can go and see the new Spider-Man film and enjoy it for what it is. But I'm not going to have any illusion that it's the greatest film of all time. Right. Because, it, you know, it's like an episode... Of, that that film is like an episode of a, like an animated series. It It's so... The, the thing that people really enjoyed, especially in our age range, our generation, is we grew up knowing the Toby Toby Maguire Spider-Man, where he shot his own web fluid. He it followed more of a, a closer to one of the main storylines written. I mean, it followed one of the the many iterations of Spider-Man that was in the comics. It didn't do everything perfectly. And then years later after the flop of the third Spider-Man movie, we get the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and it tries again and we get a couple different villains and, you know, cool. And then we get the Spider-Man that's allowed to be in the greater MCU. Sony has said, yes, you can go play with your friends. And that's what Sony did. You're not going to get, you're not going to fucking change my mind on that because (laughs) Sony has taken those reins back. I mean, because yeah, they see yeah. what's happening that Marvel is succeeding and Disney's succeeding and they're like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah know. and they're, they're totally like oh we're having him back now right uh, and and you know what they've done it very successfully yes for for you know for all the hate I mean, you can't you can't deny uh, from a marketing and promotion standpoint uh, I'm struggling to think of a like a Better orchestrated fucking piece of media, to be honest, in terms of getting asses in seat. Because the promise of characters from the old films was, right. you know, I, I'm not someone that rushes to the theatre to watch a Marvel film, as you might have guessed from the entire tirade that I've just what? fucking brought out there. Are you uh, for real? Yeah, I never yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Believe it or not. <laughs> it or not. Yeah, I'm such a Doctor Strange guy. Uh, no, um, uh, <laughs> Stephen Strange to his friends. Um, right, right. No, uh, you know, but I, my ass was in the seat for that, and I, you know, almost added to my resentment. I was like, oh, how predictable it worked. Well, and I wasn't so until my roommate and I started seeing movies together in I want to say October. I hadn't been to a movie in a theater in three or four years. Jeez. Like, I just didn't go. I was doing so many other different things. I didn't have money. I was hanging out with people. We weren't. It just, it wasn't happening. And <laughs> not, I've, I've not actually heard of that server. <laughs> right? And so I, we started, we've been to probably four or five movies and I had I had heard it was amazing, but I have um, like I, I she was just like, hey, I got tickets for Spider Man, let's go. And I said, okay, bet work, let's go. And I got a quick crash course of the previous film because I hadn't seen it, and. For me, I had a really hard time because I had recently had some pretty heavy emotional things happen for me. And 
I like there were parts of that movie where I was just like, you know what? Fuck you, Sony. Fuck you, Marvel. Quit making me feel things right now. God damn it. I just want to see the three Spider-Mans playing. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would just urge everyone now, just watch the fucking 70s Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, fuck all this. I mean, 70s Spider-Man has possibly the greatest uh, theme tune I've ever heard with slap bass and saxophones. <laughs> and, that you know, that's all I need. Literal guys walking on the edge of buildings for real. Right. You know, watch that, man. Because they fucking walk so Tom Holland could run. And right. then and then yeah. star in every major nerd property that you've ever fucking heard of. Right. Uncharted. Yeah, I'm yeah. So he's like... actively excited for that. I'll watch it in two years, but I'm excited for it. Same. <laughs> I've never actually played Uncharted. I know a little bit about Uncharted. It's something actually on my list of games that I want to eventually play. I know that... Um... Nathan Drake sounds like someone that Joey Tribbiani might have played. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, Chandler's they're in the apartment, they're like, hey, Joey, what you been doing? He's like, I'll tell you what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm playing Nathan Drake on CBS. God damn it. And Tom Holland's just like sat in a corner in a box, like, they're like, don't tell them anything about this fucking movie. He's like, I won't tell them nothing. Tom, Tom, you can have some cotton candy if you don't reveal any spoilers. And he's like, "Oh my god, I really want that cotton candy." <laughs> but I also, I also really want to divulge a major spoiler for this moment. <laughs> god damn it! It's gonna be the best Tom yeah. Holland impression I've yeah. ever heard. Right. Uh, I- He's like, yeah, well, I, I, like I, I have a lot of uh, a lot of fun imagining him and Zendaya in the like just having dinner together of an evening, and he's like, he's like, he's has that banana cream pie, Zendaya. She's like, dude, what are you talking about? And he's like, how is it? Is it delicious? Does it have a battery base? He's like, oh, shut up, dude. I'm I'm in Dune today. I've been shooting all day, uh, Tom. And then he's like. Oh, that's funny. Uh, um, today I shot an episode of Hot Ones and it was really hard. <laughs> I hate how, I like, I hate, but I love it all at the same time. God damn it. Yeah, uh, that the bomb hot sauce was really hot, Zendaya. It was almost, it was almost as, as, as hot as, as you. And then she goes like, you're not getting any tonight, Peter Parker. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh no! God damn it! Uh, yeah, hey, Kevin Feige, can I have some of that cotton candy now? God damn it! I, I really like, I really like your snapback. <laughs> and he's like, "Shut up, Tom! Shut oh. up, Tom!" And read, read the lines on the card. Uh, well, what's it gonna be, Spider-Man? Let die the woman you love or suffer the little children. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is underrated on so many levels, in my opinion. I agree. Like, yeah. <laughs> Willem Dafoe in the, in the latest Spider-Man, I won't give too much away. 
being mindful of those who haven't seen it yet. But Willem Dafoe just, the way he can go from being like a chill, charming guy or a scared dude to just like the the sleep paralysis monster that you just got rid of that is now going to return because you saw his face. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I love Willem Dafoe. I want to sit down and smoke a cigar and drink some scotch with Willem Dafoe. But first, you must attack his heart. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... It just it, there's something about like hanging out with Willem Dafoe that would just be fucking insane, just yeah. insane. Oh my god! Sorry, I I thought about it, and now my brain's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Will 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 I am Dafoe? <laughs> yeah, let's get it, Goblin, in here. God damn it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes, and on the next Marvel movie, who will our great defender fight against this time? The Black-Eyed Pea! <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, is it his biggest crime? Pronouncing in here as in here. <laughs> 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 and it's not in here. It sounds like like the, the finishing move of a fighting game character. <laughs> Finish him. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's like Noob Saibot wins. <laughs> right, you say what now? Noob Saibot wins. Thanks, Midway Games. Will I am wins. <laughs> Flawless piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. What's it like? Fergie's Fergie's fatality is she she pisses herself at the Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the love? God damn it! <laughs> did did, it, did either of you ever play that game, uh, The Herbs, where it was the 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 hip cool version of The Sims, where there was a level where you could make friends with all the the members of Black Eyed Peas. No. I can't say I've even ever heard of this game. No. Yeah, you've got to, like, you've got to, instead of, like, I don't know, get promoted in your work, you've got to, you know, you might get a job piercing at a goth disco. And you've got to make friends with Will I Am and Fergie and the other guys, whatever the fuck they're called. Nobody knows. I don't think Will I Am even knows. I yeah, I don't think he was. He was actually like trying to remember one of their names when he said "Enha." What's his face? Will Will I? What's his face? I'm just gonna get a DM from from Will I Am, and it's just gonna be like, "Hello," and I'm like, "What?" You uh, you you talked about me, yeah, and oh, okay, just just wanted to say hi. <laughs> you stop mentioning yeah. me and the other members of my band that I don't know on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I had. Hold on. Let me look. Uh yes. Uh, F- Fergie and uh, what the fuck was that other dude's name? Oh God. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. The the unknown soldier. Who was. 
by far my favorite for some reason. I think I thought I'm pretty sure I just thought he was he was hat, and I think that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, I'll tell you why he's your favorite because he wasn't Will I Am. At fucking truth. Uh, Will I Am not interested. Yeah. Let's get it started and wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a you know, it's like a jaguar that's uh, been pitched down. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like will I can't even right now. I can't with you. <laughs> I can't with you, Will. God damn it, Will. <laughs> yeah, did you ever hear a little Shakespeare quote? Uh <laughs> what moment no. To, to we or not to be, that's the question. And he's like, Well, I am. <laughs> I am, I am. Me, 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 Will. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. See you on the mass Singer, you fucking Mark. <laughs> yeah, enjoy, enjoy the green room with fucking Snooky from Jersey Shore. You fucking, you fucking shill. Oh my god, I, you know, I'm happy to see that she's a functioning human adult still. <laughs> yeah, well, especially since she had that kid. Uh, yeah, I mean. Listen. Yeah, because I, I was ready to jaywow that kid out into fucking social services. <laughs> now, that's the, now that's the situation right there. Oh, my God. my There's pictures of my sister from years ago where she was snooky for Halloween. Yeah. But, well, just imagine, like, uh, carrying on in your everyday life and then having to have... The fucking embarrassment of understanding that people dress up like as you for Halloween, and then understanding that you are in fact a pickling, useless, sentient Halloween costume. I fear that is my fate one day. Mm. Like, <laughs> I fear that one day it's just going to be like, well, there it is. Someone like. I was talking to someone who had like who's had like people like draw them as like fan art and I'm like what does that feel like what wh- what does that like you you didn't commit you didn't pay them they just did it and sent it to you yeah and, yeah and I was just like oh that's a that's an odd feeling. That's got to be odd. And then eventually it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm used to it. And I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah. How? Like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, what? I, was, I was wondering what fan art of myself would look like, but they already drew it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah, uh, okay. God damn it. Take a breath. All right, fucking sit down. Sit down. <laughs> uh, yeah, get, oh, getting too confident on this on this one on this episode. <laughs> it's this, this is the energy I have when it's slightly earlier that we record. You know, I I like it. Usually, usually at this point, I can't actually even string a sentence together. Andy, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> it's. But I like it though. I like this energy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't, well, I'll I'll negotiate that in the editing phase, whether or not I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm enjoying this this earlier recording slot. I'm enjoying. 
just the the kind of energy and and mood that we're having like i'm i'm enjoying this and time is still flying in the recording but it's not like i'm not sitting here going okay all right how much of this is going to get edited like my brain is just not even thinking about those things which is nice yeah, well, yeah. My, my my brain's working like that right now, and I'm thinking that I might not actually appear in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> it's it's going to be like uh, 20 minutes of you two just talking about, like, you know, real stuff. And not me just, like, taking a shit on uh, Marvel, which is obviously a property that so many people listening to us enjoy. Uh, if you dislike what I said about Marvel... Um, Deal with it, you fucking bitch. I was going to say, um, DM me and I'll do whatever with it. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we don't have to like the same things. Right. Um, well, and that's like, I can know and understand that I have a, there's a property that I maybe like, I can enjoy a movie <laughs> and know it's hot garbage you and Mm -hmm. i both know that druid (laughs) well yeah well yeah this is the thing that like my film taste is majorly comprised of things that you know most people would find insufferable to watch right in the fact that i just love something that's poorly made right you know usually by someone with like ego problems you know listeners to the christmas episode will note that we spoke quite extensively on this topic right um but you know there's something about the purity of soul or the purity of will that those kind of films have that are just you know that i just don't feel that marvel movies have and that's the last i'm going to say on it i guess because it's getting it's you know really fucking boring to listen <laughs> to me talk about that any longer i you know, but that's that's the thing. Like, you don't have to enjoy everything that someone else enjoys. You don't have to, you know, be full bore, uh, you know, like, into everything all the time. Like, that's, that's okay. And that's one of the things I love about the community. Because the fucking... Uh, the community does and is into so many different things. Like, Andy, you have been streaming Fallout. Yeah. Which, what a fucking game. That's yeah. What I'm saying. It's, I have, uh, I have Fallout 3 Game of the Year on my Steam wish list. I was gifted New Vegas over Christmas. Uh, best time you'll have in your fucking life. New Vegas is an absolute treat. So I have played part of Fallout 3 and I started New Vegas and I also have Fallout 4 on my wish list, I think. Or maybe I was gifted 4, I don't remember. But either way, like, I know the Fallout. Like, Fallout 3, New Vegas, and 4 are all pretty good games. Like, 
3 and New Vegas are great games. I've gotten significantly into Fallout 3, like, into the storyline. Yeah. But I also, as an adult, I, the one of the first games that I beat was Borderlands 1, and it took me a long time to get there. Whoa, so you were quite late to the party, really. Yep. I started playing Borderlands when I was Borderlands One when I was in college, but I never beat it. And I was playing it with my boyfriend at the time, but we never beat it together. And so I went through and played it <laughs> start to finish on my own. And now I'm like I beat it top to bottom, and I want to do a playthrough of it to open uh, or like to upload to. The, the channel. Um, like, yeah. that's something I, I want to do. And it is what it is. Um, but yeah. it's, like, these games are so, so old in comparison. Um, that it's, like, I've got to go back. I'm revisiting something that's almost considered retro. Oh, no. Like <laughs> that oh no was so real. It's like you sit and you think about it when those games were released. We talked about this on stream the other day. That Skyrim is twenty years old. Jesus Christ. Skyrim Skyrim is like being problematic at a fucking frat party next year at yeah. twenty one. Like I there are um because I was playing a game that was a little bit older. But I, it was something I had never played before. And so I was just like, I don't even know how to fucking do this. Like, what? How does how does one do the things? And, um, I mean, <laughs> it was a train wreck, but it was really funny. And, um, I, we started talking about the ages of games. Games that we go back and we still watch and we play in. And stuff like that. And it's like, guys, Skyrim is almost old enough to drink in the United States. Skyrim is old enough to drink in Canada. <laughs> it's old enough to drink here. And I've drank many times whilst playing it. Right? Like, it's just... Yeah. Uh, there's something so satisfying about that Bethesda formula of just walking around, picking up mindless shit. Like shit. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Bethesda is like it's well the Bethesda games are like my favorite and uh I know that they have their own issues uh especially with like glitching and crashing and glitching and crashing and Todd Howard and glitching and crashing <laughs> but I That's am always in there I liked Todd, it and, and Todd Howard yeah <laughs> uh, but I'm always going to be a huge Fallout fan um my cousin introduced me to Fallout 3 uh, when that was, like, you know, becoming a game. And, mm -hmm. like, you, you saw it in, like, fucking the Game Informer magazine and shit. Right. Um, and, like, it was it was something that when I saw originally, I wasn't, like, too thrilled about it. Because I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel. But, like, now it's, like, my favorite it's my favorite game. Uh, New Vegas is my favorite game, and it's not mm. a Bethesda property. It's Beth Obsidian, but like, right. still part of yeah. the universe. 
Yeah, well, Obsidian took the Formula Three and really ran with New Vegas. I think uh, yeah. it was just, there was just something that was so engrossing about the way that uh, I mean, uh, soft, soft, easy run of that game maximizes your speech, and you can do pretty much fucking anything. Right. Yeah. But I suppose that's like real life. <laughs> I mean, facts. If you can talk uh, well enough, you can talk yourself in or out of anything. Yeah, yeah you can get yourself in the Bezos rocket. <laughs> well, and it's <laughs> like the thing. And is... also, can I just say, uh, big shout out to Matthew Perry for appearing in that game. Chandler being friend of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> God, what is he going to say next? Right. He's like, yeah. And then you, you, you open up that game, you pop the fucker in. And uh, he's just like, hey, you want to see this poker chip? And I'm like, Chandler being, shut up. <laughs> well, I, Stop doing it, you sarcastic, uh, you sarcastic hero, you. I was unpacking when I moved into my new place in November. And I was pulling out my Xbox 360 games. And <sighs> Fallout 3... I don't even think it was Game of the Year edition, even. It was before then. And it's two discs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And I'm like, Hit oh. you with the Fallout double feature. Yeah, yeah, the the, the Square Enix effect. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. And it still fucking works. <laughs> like. Get halfway through the storyline, they're like, please insert disc two. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I've moved from from disc one to disc two. Holy shit. <laughs> like, I had to uninstall DLCs for other games to play Fallout 3. And, like, it's just so wild that there's games and properties that are constantly returned to. Like, that we, we return to things... Like Fallout and Skyrim. I mean, a buddy of mine just started a brand new character on Skyrim because he can finally sit up and play play his PlayStation. He was in an accident where he broke both of his legs. Oh, jeez. So he's finally visiting, revisiting Skyrim while he's stuck in bed recovering. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'd do. Um, yeah, salute to you, brother. Like, it's just like because he he messaged me and he goes, I uh, I'm starting a a new a new character on Skyrim and I was like, fuck, dude, like that's you're in for a solid sixty eighty hours minimum of something to do. Yeah, <laughs> like mm. the hours you can put into those games, and I'm a completionist at heart. But when I'm playing a game on stream or on YouTube, it's like, I want to be a completionist, but who the fuck is going to watch me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like that's, that's why I've taken the approach of like trying to do like challenges and whatnot, because otherwise I'm just going to wander around aimlessly, not knowing what to do. And then I'm going to fall into that. Like, completionist like okay let's just do the main storyline and like i don't know if i'm cool enough that people will watch me just to do that 
But if they watch me suffer while I do that, I think they'll love that. Right. Well, it's, <laughs> I... <laughs> Quite true. I am... Uh, my first playthrough of Borderlands that I actually beat, I was 98% complete on the game. There's two missions that I didn't finish because they involve driving. And I can't drive in a video game. Put me in a Fuck car a and mission. send me across the country. Driving in real life, fine. Give me something with a steering wheel and I can make it work. Give me a a keyboard or a controller to drive in a video game and I can't fucking do it. That's why I didn't play GTA. I would rather fist fight with a hooker in GTA than get in a car and drive around and the majority of the game is fucking driving around. <laughs> And uh, don't confuse 98% completion on Borderlands, okay, with uh, the 25% completion on the Borderwell, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely fantastic. It's probably the best Borderwell I've ever seen, okay? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Somewhere Anderson Cooper just got a hard on. (laughs) <laughs> right. He's <laughs> like, you tell him, Druid. Uh, what? <laughs> Fucking Silver Fox. <laughs> uh, do you do you ever think um, Authentic has an existential crisis when he looks at Anderson Cooper and realizes that's him in thirty years? Yeah, <laughs> 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 and I, and I, uh, fucking, you know, Wolf Blitzer's like, I'm not new here. <laughs> Toast is just sitting at another desk. Yeah. Hits a button. I yeah. hi, I'm new here. <laughs> Authentic Wait, what, what, just turns. You're not new. Dead pants back back at camera this, A. <laughs> yeah. This joke never gets old. Oh my god. It's me, the lovable toaster. I've been here the whole time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like him. Oh. ADD Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking give me a thousand dollars. You can't prove we're different people. We live in the same state. We could very well be one another. It's basically the same. You both eat like uh, different pizzas to the rest of the country. <laughs> I I have seen video of both of you. I can confirm you are two different people, but uh, we won't tell the non-cyborgs that. Yeah, that's you at home, by the way. That's what we refer to you as. All right. Uh, <laughs> off, off when we're not recording. Right. Fucking cyborgs. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. We we refer to you as our beloved fan base, and uh, we thank you for every minute that you spend with us on this journey through uh, an absolute cacophony of bullshit. Um, Andy the Seal, I've got a question for you. Yes. Tell me about the seal portion of your name. Do you just like to clap? Um, <laughs> you know, that's part of it. Yeah, I clap like... I clap cheeks. You know, oh. there's just... Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> um, sorry, children. Um, so... <laughs> yeah, just Jesus Christ. <laughs> Andy DeSeal cutting the cakes live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's... um. It's actually kind of an interesting thing. Um, there, there's two major yeah. portions to this, but um, my real name isn't Andy. It's um, 
because Andy is short for Andrew. It's Anthony. But um, when I was born, um, there was somebody in the hospital who was like asking my parents what my nickname was going to be. And then she had suggested Andy, to which they had thought that Andy was a suitable nickname for Anthony. <laughs> um, but then they never got told till many years later that it was short for Andrew. Uh, but it just stuck. What? Oh my God. <laughs> what the actual fuck? So I've, uh, so I've been, I've been Andy and Anthony my entire life, but, uh, I, I respond to both and I respond to both just fine. Um, but then I was watching, like when I was watching Jacksepticeye, I wanted like, I wanted to have a name that was kind of like his, like something that involved a nickname and like something else. And his was like, he got, uh, an accident with like a soccer ball, like hitting him in the eye and it got infected. So it became Jack septic eye. Right. For, for me, I didn't know what to do. So I was just like, all I know is I want Andy in the name. Cause I, I, you know, I go by that. So I was thinking about it and then I moved in with my girlfriend and we went to Chicago together and I was kind of depressed because I was telling her, like, you know, she has a dog that she loves. And at the time, I didn't have any other animals. It was just the dog. And, well, actually, no, I had my turtles. But I wanted, like, a companion I could, like, um, like have on my chest while we sleep and that kind of thing. Like, like her dog does. And so... Um, when we were in Chicago, she gave, we went to Shedd Aquarium and she gave me a seal, like, um, not an actual seal. Uh, <laughs> she just fucking stole it from Shedd Aquarium. We're still on the run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah, why you um, use the name Andy online. Got yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah, won't yeah. blow your um, cover. <laughs> yeah. It broadcasting from an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> underground bunker with my seal (laughs) (laughs) um but she got me this like stuffed animal like harp seal and i took like a very special bond to it for like being my uh companion so to speak uh for like a little bit and like not that i was like pretending it was like a real life animal or anything but (laughs) it was just something that was a comfort item that got me through it and so when I was thinking of my name, oh. I I wanted it to somehow include this seal. And then, because I, I thought it would be funny. And then so I told my wife, I was like, what about Andy DeSeal? And she's like, are you fucking serious? You're going to name it after the seal? And I was like, well, why the fuck not? Right. So yeah. it, it just kind of stuck. And I saw that nobody else had took the name except for somebody on Twitch has right. fucking Andy DeSeal as er, Andy DeSeal as a name. And the does just because I didn't want to put the so Andy does seal. Yeah, is is you're the real one. Yeah. So that guy's just a fucking faker. Right. Yeah, that son of a bitch. So. <laughs> I figured, <laughs> I would, so I figured I would put real in front of it because I was like, you know what, it uh, it rhymes with seal and uh, <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 like he's a fake, fake bastard. Like, um, you should have spelled real with two e's. Like real big fish, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the seal sure is a big fish. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, arf, arf, arf. <laughs> but yeah, so really, really, I, I've had it since know. like 2017, but didn't start doing anything with it until recently-ish with yeah. 
Twitch yeah. and all that. No surprise here. Really disappointed. It has nothing to do with musical artist uh, seal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, and and I know that that's been that's been the thing, and so I know that uh, I know that you're probably gonna have to come over and kill me now because I wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, it's nothing personal. I'm just there for you, blubber. <laughs> um, yeah, there's two musical artists that really uh, changed my life, and that's Seal and Arf Garfunkel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. I, I want to go home. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, Simon Garfunkel, uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water. There's just a fucking seal in the water. <laughs> Oh, just clapping like like fucking light. <laughs> I was clapping into the mic a couple seconds ago. If you didn't yeah. hear, half, yeah. half a beat off. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, the amount of times I've had a half a beat off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, these uh, these dead-eyed cocaine-addled porn stars are doing nothing for me today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just throwing a death grip in there just to make it real. Right. (laughs) Just to feel something, just to feel alive. Uh, It's like, oh, the nerve end is a shot. So, I... I think... This would be a good moment because you you already asked a question that was actually in the list of guest questions that we were gonna that I was gonna steer towards. Uh, why don't we do a few few questions from from the community? Uh, yeah, and, and I say this before this segment every time. Always a pleasure to hear from you. We want more. Yes, always. Um, just just fucking. It does not matter if you don't know who the guest is. Just... If it, it can be a talking point, mm-hmm. send us send us weird shit to talk about. Right, absolutely. Oh, the the weirder the better. You you, you can ask yeah. me anything. Well, so we the the question that we ask every single guest is back this season. Oh my god! And uh, I didn't I... prepare you for this one, and I did it on purpose. <laughs> Well, you know, I'd say save the drum roll, but it's just a seal uh, limply slapping his fin against a herring. Baby, I can be giving a kiss around the road. Around the road. Yeah, fucking Seal, Survivor of Lupus, uh, musical artist Seal, we're here to back you. Uh, if you, Seal, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> just like uh, Matthew Perry, Matt LeBlanc, um, you know, Jeff Bezos, Ted from Netflix, yeah. um, Ewan McGregor, Liam Neeson, uh, David Duke. Uh, David Duke, uh, <laughs> David Duke, I know you. David Duke, thank you for the uh, thank you for the Patreon donation, David Duke. <laughs> uh, we can't accept that, but uh, thank you anyway. Thank you for your candor and your uh, support. But uh, politely, fuck off into the black hole. You're getting slapped by the de- seal today, bitch. <laughs> or, 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 get into the black hole. Or, or, or. And it's like, and like the joke's on David Duke because it was actually a sea lion. 
Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, the mind on the mind on those fuckers. God damn. And I'm not talking about the state. So don't get excited, people from Maine. Uh, but don't worry, I know you're not that excited because you're from Maine. <laughs> it's like that joke from I, I'm about to reference Wayne's World again when they go Delaware. Okay, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, and that, that, like Delaware's enough of a joke for that to be the joke. <laughs> Right, and I've seen the RSS map. Like, we have no Delaware listeners as far as, like, as far as I know. Uh yeah. So, if you're from Delaware and you're listening for the first time, get ready to get slapped by the seal. Here's guest questions. <laughs> so, first question that is asked to every single guest. Is and we'll give you a minute to think about it unless you just have an answer. It's what is your mundane superpower? Oh shit, it, that's and, too weird. I'm gone. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, just, welcome to uh, into the sealed the sealed universe. <laughs> I would, I think, I would like the power to. Take other people's superpowers, but nobody else has superpowers. Uh, okay. So well, it would just end up being just nothing changes. So it would be very um. What the rogue is that? Her name from X. Yeah, yeah. Where she touches uh, wait. you. <laughs> wait until you have to stand against Magneto. <laughs> I, I, I I do that impression so often on the podcast. <laughs> It's it's expected now at this point. I'll be really uh, useful if somebody else has superpowers, but since nobody on this earth would have a superpower, I would be completely useless. Yeah, well, you, well, you know, talking to superpowers, you just touch someone and become China, right? <laughs> that works too. I mean, I yeah, guess. yeah, I'm a superpower now. Uh, what am I going to do? Uh, I guess nothing. Right. <laughs> I, uh... I'm China. What's, what, you know, you wake up one day, you you are China. Superpower. World superpower China. What do you do with that power? <laughs> I told you, the first thing you do is you go down and you defeat Magneto. <laughs> Magneto, a very powerful mutant. Ugh. <sighs> Magneto becomes a lot less scary when you realize that he could just be killed by like a shiv, right? Like, is, yeah. like some somebody from a prison literally just stabs him with a toothbrush. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. He dies. <laughs> yeah, like Gandalf. <laughs> He's like, oh, we're not happy with that outcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's something along the way. That I didn't like. I love that we've ended up back again on Marvel properties. <laughs> yeah, but not no, MCU. My, yeah. yeah, it does not count. Uh, right. Uh, singularly, the first two very good movies. Uh, made by a problematic as fuck director. Yeah. But, you know, 
if we're holding everything to that standard, we can't enjoy anything. Eric Lenscher! Fuck. Tell me to stop talking. Can somebody <laughs> stop giving me Sorry. a fucking platform where I just talk? I am looking through some of these other questions. Do do you have any, Druid? I actually don't this time. Okay. Unfortunately. Alright. Uh, I, I found one that I feel like would just either make Andy roll big shy or he'd just lean into it. Mm, uh, like like this already, I must say. And this is a question submitted by Sexy Beast Mojo. Freaking oh, love shit. Mojo. Who, if any, is your celebrity crush? Oh my god. Oh, Eric Lenscher! <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, I have a lot of them, not going to lie. Oh, um, yeah, but, uh, the, the first one that comes to mind is Florence Pugh. Florence, I know you're listening. Um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, my my wife and I both love you. Yeah. So So. if you, a menage a trois, uh, with the Pewster, Eric Lenscher. (laughs) Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, really good. Really got to stop that. It's like uh, it's like the most uh, boring form of Tourette's of all time. <laughs> Eric Lenshaw just reminds me of like somebody on SNL or something announcing a musical guest like Eric Lenshaw, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Musical guest Eric Lenshaw. <laughs> He's playing a metal xylophone. <laughs> He's turning him into a cubic zirconium by the end of the night. And after that, Pete Davidson with a bong. <laughs> uh, SNL, uh, rest in peace, SNL. Do uh, you fucking marks? God damn it! Uh, bring, bring back Eric Lencher musical. <laughs> so you, yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, stop, no. stop, stop uh, me. So that. You said you had many celebrity crushes. Are you just a, a, a thirst machine for celebrities? I mean, because <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, that's, somebody was just like, so what's your type? And I was like, uh, human and alive and yeah. consenting. And, and, <laughs> yeah, human and alive and Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> See, I couldn't. Not that I don't think he's not a very attractive man. He's a very talented man. I could not sleep with Matthew McConaughey. It's just that, like, if the stars aligned and that was something that was on the table, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, I, I don't know. It's so fucking weird. Like, so imagine that moment. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Just <laughs> you're like, oh god, Eric Lenscher sh- shoots his load and lays down <laughs> arm behind his yeah. head, just like, well, that was all right, all right, all right. God damn it, yeah, Matthew! Yeah. I told you, no, you no. should have, should have, Matthew, should have, Matthew. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Is like, is that all you fucking say? He's like, it's like he's a fucking Pokemon, right? Called all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Where do you see my back? Uh, my unboxing? All right, all right, all right. You know, <laughs> fuck you now. 
We get it. You've acted opposite Woody Harrelson, you fucking Mark. What are you doing? He's like, all right, all right, all right. Here's my Emmy acceptance speech for Magic Mike. And you're like, oh, wow. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, yay. The McConaissance. Right. Eric uh, Lensha. Eric Lensha. <laughs> you might be all powerful, but you're not powerful enough to stop a mutant like Magneto. <laughs> It sounds like a fucking ice cream to me now, Magneto. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Druid, we don't we don't talk about your preferences very often. Do you have a celebrity crush? Uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, fuck all those uh, corporate shills. Uh, they can get them off face. Your um, uh, uh, but I do have a soft spot for Kate Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, it, it, funny. My girlfriend asked me that question, like, "Who's your celebrity crush?" Like when we started dating, and I said Kate Bush, and she fucking loved that Aww. because she did. She did not feel threatened one bit. <laughs> and she was like, "I've got, I've got, uh, I've got frizzy hair as well, <laughs> Michael." And I was like, "Oh, well," and you control metal. Like Eric Lensha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just because I've seen photos of your girlfriend and she's gorgeous. Uh, I think she's beautiful, and I, it, you I know, have, the more we've gotten to know each to other, that, yeah. I was like, does does Druid have a celebrity crush? Does he have someone that he's just like, no? If I had a free pass, I'd fuck that person. Like. No, no. I, it was just one of those thoughts. No, I'm disgust. I'm disgusted by them. Uh, they're they're the they're the filth of mankind. Uh, they go up there, they accept their awards, they uh, back their causes, and do you know what? Um, inherently, when you start earning more than um, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, uh, my dick shrivels up. Because I'm a communist freak. I mean, yeah. Uh, so Jennifer Lawrence, get away from me! I'm not going to return your calls. <laughs> uh, just like fuck off. Uh, I realise that you're in the X Men franchise. I'm not going to say it, but why don't you go and uh, just call Eric back for fuck's sake? <laughs> Play. He, he likes playing chess, and I don't like playing chess with your fucking unbelievable mood swings. <laughs> Oh, I uh, yeah, no, uh, Kate, Kate Bush is my celebrity crush. Um, okay. uh, she's so strange that I find her, uh, I, I, I feel inquisitive about her. And she's like magnanimous, beautiful in her, uh, when she was about my age. Uh, released some of the best albums of all time, which for some reason I find incredibly attractive. Um, but like, I mean, garden variety celebrity crushes, I see them on the screen and I can acknowledge these people as attractive, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I aware to everyone at home that this is the most boring fucking answer that I could have possibly given to this question. But like, there's something that I, I struggled to find the fact that that person would not be interested in me in, in, in me in the least 
like not attractive. I don't find that attractive. That I would go up and like I've got to be like Bradley Cooper, not because I'm good looking, but because I share the experience of uh, trying to hide from the media constantly. Right. Because I I feel that like celebrity couples, that's part of the reason they get together is because they can share tactics in hiding from the paparazzi. The it's so funny because people ask me why I'm not like trying to date right now, and any of you guys who have you know seen what the charity stream took, like the number of hours and stuff, being quote unquote an influencer is the level of things that I apparently did and didn't realize I was going to do. Like Mm. (laughs) it's, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of effort and I'm fucking tired, bro. Yeah. 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 I've got a headache tonight. uh, Bradley Cooper. Right. And yeah. And he's like, I read him from the old uh, silver linings playbook again. Like it. I know it's going to be, crazy when I go to a convention at some point and meet someone who has only ever interacted on stream that I've never seen their face before. I've never watched their streams, never done anything like that. (laughs) And they're, they're wearing like my merch and they're just like, hi, I'm this screen name. And I'm like, Oh, hello. Like, I came to meet you. Like, that's the moment when I'm going to be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, hey, hey uh, you, what, you're in the signing queue for Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> uh, cast members. And then the, there's someone in the queue, like, wearing a Ginger Snaps t-shirt. TM. And um, he's like, uh, hey, uh, you like Stargate Atlantis too? I just want to let you know my you're my celebrity crush. Right. Like the- yeah, I go, buddy. REM said it best. I'm not even an orange crush. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! It's just it's one of those things where it's like when I'll know that like it's when someone just like sees me out randomly in public and they're like, "Hey, you're that streamer. Hey, you're that person." Like. Hi, and it's gonna be like, huh, huh, hi, <laughs> what? I'm being recognized in public for something because I know people that that's happened to, <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, it's a funny thing. I, I, about ten years ago, I, I used to get recognized in public a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when I say a lot, about three times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, that was a lot, right? And. Uh, well, what do you say to that person? Thank you for your support. Right. Yeah. For the mute for the mutant cause. <laughs> Eric Lencher <laughs> Musical guest. He's playing the tambourine. It's it's one of those things where it's like you know, I mean, you guys on the musical side of things it's much easier to get recognized as a as a musician 
I think when you've played a couple gigs that are actually relatively decent in size and you've done, a, you know, multiple shows, places, because, like, my brother used to get recognized. And it's like, well, uh, cool. <laughs> this is a thing. But I, I haven't gotten recognized, which I'm totally okay with. And, um, it's, but I know that one day I'll probably get to the point where I'm out somewhere and someone's like, Hey, aren't you that person that does the things? And it's gonna be like, hi, hi, (laughs) yep. Uh, I'm just drinking an iced coffee. You want one? Can I get another iced coffee? Here you go. Like, (laughs) what do you do? What do you say? (laughs) Like, uh, just thank you. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, thanks a lot. Um, you're my celebrity crush. <laughs> Why? Uh, 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 oh, am I? Uh, you're like, uh, yeah, you're awesome. I really like you. Uh, I like the way you interact with your fans on uh, Twitch.tv forward slash gingersnap69. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did I say 69? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sex number <laughs> yeah internet yeah, meme numbers <laughs> that's letting her work and giving it good at the same time <laughs> in case you didn't know and you're like oh I did know uh, I used to go on once and you're like ah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah like it's it's fucking weird man it's Saying, like, because my boss, she was like, I mean, you are an influencer. And I was like, stop it. And like, no, I refuse to acknowledge your words uh, and claim them as any sort of truth or fact. I refuse. Don't speak those dirty words to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Don't say I'm an influencer. Like, hey, guys, I got this great gluten-free recipe for Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> This is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, oh my god. Oh don't god. Get me <laughs> no. Don't get me started. Uh so yeah, uh, did you did you know you can um you can raise a champion from a fallow to deer within five minutes uh with the with, when you use the promo code Gingersnaps10. This is on Raid Shadow Legends. We spent an entire podcast episode referring back to a Raid Shadow Legends joke because Raid Shadow Legends keeps reaching out to sponsor me, <laughs> and oh, I yeah, keep it, denying them. <laughs> it was really the Eric Lencher of that episode. Right? <laughs> it was. Yeah. Um, callbacks on callbacks on callbacks. Let's go, baby. Yeah, here we go. The the podcast law is alive. Right. <laughs> um, we just need and... Matt Pat to do an episode now. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm ready for the next Mass Effect to be about the podcast episodes. <laughs> I so desperately want to be like so, Matt Pat. Uh, actually, there was someone that I worked for that reached out to Steph for consulting, like to consult with them on their community, and I'm like, uh, okay. okay no. Like, I had to send an email to them, and it, there was never a response. But it's like, so, Matt, all these places and all these things that you did growing up, I did the exact same. We grew up an hour apart. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was in band, I was in band, too. 
Like, I just... I literally don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, this is the great irony that I... uh, (laughs) I'm a main feature on a Twitch podcast, and I don't know what the fuck Matt Pack is. He's obviously... Mac <laughs> Yeah, Mac-a-pack, uh, fucking, you know, Apple products, whatever the fuck he is. A walking, a- walking Apple products, Mac-pack. Um, the, the great irony that I run a, a Twitch podcast, and I don't know who the... F- I don't even know who Markiplier is. That's just something in the fucking tool shed to me. <laughs> Because it's it's so not your realm, but it's mm. it's so adjacent to your realm in so many ways. That's part of what yeah. I love about it. Well, it's the way the... I felt as a musician, being a musician in the music scene. <laughs> I didn't feel yeah. like part of it. I felt adjacent to it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I know all these things." And then I realized that I know nothing, none of these things, because I'm not cool enough to. And I jumped on a sinking ship. I was late to every trend. Uh, story yeah, well, nothing well, has changed. What 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 I tell myself is that I was so cool that uh, they were trying to catch up <laughs> the whole time. Like, oh my god, uh, Drew knowledge amazing. <laughs> um, that's what my mom told me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, mom. Uh, if you're listening, I hope you're not. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry I said uh, I said the word the C word earlier, Mum. Uh, I know you don't like it. Uh, sorry I said Eric Lencher so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, um, she's like, what you what have you got what have you got against that really innocent little movie by the name of X Men? <laughs> mm. uh, like, oh, I'm the Nightcrawler, bitch. Thanks for raising me, Mom. Now I'm gonna teleport into the president's office. You were the nightcrawler. Now you got a day job. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, here's to the man for keeping me the fuck down. <laughs> Thanks. Now I've got to listen to Will I Am prattle on about 2008 being 2000 and late. Right. No, oh, Jesus. I'm like, well, it's 2022, bitch. <laughs> Look, yeah. it's 2022. Yeah, Jiong's yeah. got Massinger covered. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, there's something about Jiong. Uh, I can't remember. Is it Kevin Jiong? Yeah. Uh, him pretending that he gives a shit about who the celebrity is behind the mask. <laughs> and he's like, oh my god, I think it's Wow." <laughs> and you're like, what? What? Oh my god, I think it's Donny Osmond. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. He's talking about he's talking about his uh his Las Vegas uh residency. It's gotta be it's gotta be it's gotta be Donny. And like I'm sitting there watching this going like fucking thank you for fucking up my uh YouTube algorithm, Jung. Now I can't watch a, a five hour analysis on um going into vents in Metal Gear Solid. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, like Ryan. So since since you brought up a TV show, I'm gonna segue into the our last guest question because it's going to be Garden Variety Chaos anyway. Uh, okay. If you could be stuck in one TV show for a day, which TV show would you pick? Oh shit! Well, that that certainly is a question. <laughs> um, one that you asked. 
Um, I, I don't watch happy TV shows. My wife likes to point this out to me all the time. I I (laughs) specifically seek out the most depressing, uh, shit I can possibly find. Facts Um, though. Yeah. Although I'm still probably going to stick with my original answer, which would probably be Doctor Who. Um, because uh, I'm obsessed with the thought of time travel, I would love to be able to uh, have some kind of plot armor where I don't, uh, you know, have to worry if I'm the Doctor's companion so long as it's not the end of a season. Um, right, right. <laughs> but to explore uh, other you've, worlds... You've, 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 entertained, you've entertained approximately me there. <laughs> <laughs> To enter other worlds, other dimensions, see things that are um, beyond human comprehension, uh, both wonderful and terrifying, uh, I think would be uh, eye-opening, cool, traumatizing, horrifying, depressing, uh, but it'd still be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad answer at all. Um, But uh, the thing that would fatigue me is the thing about Doctor Who is it's full of moments where you guys that's it that little world down there that's the human race that's who you're trying to take over and it'll never work and I'm like fucking hell bro it would always work we fucking love killing ourselves to live yeah you don't have to do anything to to make that work (laughs) yeah yeah literally your plan is obsolete we are killing ourselves out here uh, and, and that human, that human race down there, is full of tenacity. They're full of spunk, and you'll never take them down, Dalek. And he's like, "That wasn't our plan." <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a, you're doing a great job as it is. <laughs> he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turns out, turns out, Daleks. I had to address the systematic problems within the society itself. I wish that the the my biggest issue with Doctor Who now uh it, it was it was a show that when I was like a teenager it was like a show that I needed to see and it was a show that my brother uh watched a lot when I was growing up so it's been around like pretty much all my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's been my favorite for that reason but I would like just my own little version, I guess, where like it gets a lot darker and it gets a lot like so. Heavier. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch Torchwood? Uh, and and I we brought this up before. Mm. Uh, I I watched a little bit of Torchwood, but it just it, I watched Miracle Day, so so that might have been the problem. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it didn't it didn't like scratch that itch for me. Yeah, because as far as I understand, that's the premise of Torchwood. It's Doctor Who for people that want a little bit of carnage in their lives. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see Doctor Who as, like, a horror show. Uh, like, like just fully commit to being horror and, like, just rock well, it into that world of, like, yeah. fucking terrifying aliens that will... Well, they could have... They could have so... Like, that Sleeping Angel episode is the closest thing I think they've come to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, there's like weeping angels which are terrifying. I have a tattoo of a weeping angel. That's really? that's how much I love them. Yeah, I do. 
um and uh, the silence uh so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i i am a big fan of that too uh, so much so that uh, my former band was named after the silence, which I <laughs> I <laughs> snuck that little that little one in there. Oh, uh, you I got like that you che- in there. You cheeky fucker. Um, who's your favorite doctor? I so everybody always like when it comes to the new version. I've only seen the new version. I haven't seen the old version. Yeah. Um, Everybody always says David Tennant, and I would I would go so far as to say David Tennant is my favorite actor. Um, but Matt Smith is the one yeah. for me, and underrated. I don't know why. Underrated, underrated. So I, he he had to follow David Tennant, which was a hard enough task as it is. But right. he has some like wondrous uh, characteristics that I think, not even David Tennant's fault, but like I think the writing just lacked in. Uh, like his series. Now I know that I'm gonna get shit for saying that because everybody fucking creams over Russell T Davies, who is the fucking writer yeah. for David Tennant. But then I want to point them out to the episode of the fucking the one where the guy is like blogging about his life, and then his girlfriend turns into like a a head on like a slab of concrete, and they make a joke about blowjobs. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to point them out to that episode and say you're fucking. Jesus Christ, Russell T. Davies was the one who made that episode, and it's the worst episode there is. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so don't don't at me. But I think that like Matt Smith had a very strong run. Um, it, it wasn't without its faults, obviously, but like I think it it. Um, yeah, I, I I like Matt Smith as well. I like Christopher Eccleston. I yeah. he's my favorite Doctor. I, I I like all of them, the, like all of the new ones so far. I haven't seen Jodie Whittaker's. I, I got like halfway into Peter Capaldi's and then the writing started falling apart for me and I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 for sure. So I, um, I started, nine was my first Doctor and I, I found, like I started watching Doctor Who heavily when... It was at a, I was at a point in my life where things were really dark and I was just really broody and so he was <laughs> he was my like the answer that I needed for for the doctor it was what I needed and like looking back like David Tennant was phenomenal absolutely like you you can't go wrong with Tennant yeah. but and Matt Smith was was great as well and everybody says you know oh they're the they're the fun doctors they're the lighthearted doctors they're the happy doctors do you remember what the ninth doctor went through and he had his moments of fun lighthearted happiness like don't don't tell me he was only serious because he wasn't yeah that that's that's what i like about at least like christopher eccleston david Tennant, and matt smith's run is that like they all had like they all had those moments. It wasn't like everyone was just confined to one specific emotion. Right. They weren't like all of them have a good range of emotions. And it, it was always my favorite to see like, you know how it could go from like childlike wonder to like fucking m- maniacal anger in like the next moment, like right. um, specifically 
there was a Matt Smith episode where he was, it was like World War II, and then like, mm-hmm. um, it was in like the bunker with Winston Churchill, and like there were Daleks there, and like his moment of like anger, Matt Smith's moment of that was like so explosive that it was like, you could just you could feel it. It was like, it was raw. It was visceral, and that was something that I had really loved. Yeah, it's and even there's something about David Tennant where he can de- like he delivers the the hard punching moments that are angry or very heartfelt, and you just kind of you know you go okay yeah no i i get it matt smith because he looks like a giant puppy dog you you go you know what yeah you're you're it's okay you can be sad you can be angry it's fine i know it's 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 okay and everybody just assumed that Eccleston is just always angry, but like sometimes you just gotta be fucking pissed or you gotta have a a, a bitch face and like that's just sometimes that's just what you need. I I saw Eccleston do Macbeth by Shakespeare, oh, like live, and it was he was insanely good in that. Oh, like he was he was just insane. It, it was like, and and I was just like, oh, come on. He's my favorite doctor now after mm-hmm. seeing that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think people often associate, like, the color palette of his wardrobe with, like, the fact that he's, like, dark. Just because yeah. he wears a dark leather jacket doesn't mean that that's what his personality was. But right. you also have to know that the color palette comes from the whole backstory of like, he's coming out of the time where he had to kill his entire race to save them, so to speak. And it's, it's not something that somebody is going to come out of, you know, like super fucking happy, but like he still is in the, in the series. Like the very first episode, you see him like when you're introduced to him, like, He's telling Rose Tyler to run, but then, like, when he starts explaining stuff to her, he's, like, you know, very cheery as he's walking down the road answering her questions, and it's, it's, it's nice to see, because, like, that's just proof in and of itself that, like, he's not that dark, broody character the entire time. He is an encapsulation of a man who did a terrible thing, and he hates himself for it, and he feels alone in the universe but he's trying to make it better he's trying to heal he's trying to um like recuperate with this new race that looks like him and he can give his wisdom to like pass it down yeah yeah not make the same mistakes again ironically like yeah maybe the most human and that's yeah when i started watching Doctor Who, I was coming out of a lot of pretty heavy emotional stuff. So seeing that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to 
still have those moments of of rage and anger and sadness and and all of those things are are okay and it's still okay to smile and laugh was what i needed yeah it's it kind of goes hand in hand with why i um am so into like metalcore music and like the heavy stuff and that's because like and I was actually just explaining this in Authentics chat yesterday. Like, was it yesterday? I don't know. Um, but basically, the whole thing that drew me into, like, the heavier music was, I mean, I hated it at first. But then, like, I listened to We Came as Romans for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was brash. It was in your face. It was fucking, like, insanity to me. But then I heard the lyrics and right. like the 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 clean singing and like he's talking about um like you know beauty and wonder and this and that and i was like what what like what what kind of shit is this and then i like looked up the lyrics and then i realized that the screaming wasn't even like anything about like anything dark or anything like that the music was heavy but the message was positive right and that was something that like i didn't know i needed like I've been angry my entire life. I've been depressed. I've been anxious. I've been going through it with drama and all kinds of bad shit my entire life. Right. And this music comes up and, like, sweeps me off my feet almost. Like, saying, like, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to put it into... It's okay to put it into words and use it as a creative outlet and you can do that while also spreading a positive message. And that's something that Doctor Who did for me as well, where it was like, it's like you were saying, it's like, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to not be okay. This person just went through uh, something that nobody in the entirety of the entire world will have ever had to go through right? in, in our lifetimes or anything yeah. like that. He's well, gone through unimaginable trauma, but yet he's coming out okay right and- which is why, why i love star trek basically is that it has a positive message of inclusiveness uh even if the original series goes through some problematic traits of well. course it was in the 1960s yeah. right but the conceit of the original series of star trek is it's a multiracial crew people from all walks of life and they're accepted and that's you know it's a vision of earth where we see past our personal divisions. Right. And that's what struck a chord for me with that show, because I'm a big Trekkie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's... More so than Doctor Who, actually. I think, like, the the difference I have here is that growing up in the UK, you are, you know, you, uh, Doctor Who's kind of an institution. Right. You're subjected to it almost. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. inundated to a point where it's like... <gasps> Wait, have you seen? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have that level of being something special to me. It's just like something that airs at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that I don't see the benefit of it, and I don't admire it, but it's just the way it was subjected to me. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, I anybody who's seen the stream knows that I'm a giant supernatural nerd. And there's a very big reason for it. What you like supernatural? Yeah, I like supernatural in case you didn't know. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, the 
the thing with it all, and I don't really go into this real heavy and deep on on the stream, but I feel like, you know, this is kind of a, a, a time and place that it's, you know, going to be. Suitable. It's yeah. suitable to say this, but, you know, I found Supernatural around the same time that I started watching Doctor Who. And the things that Sam Winchester goes through, if you remove the craziness of it being monsters and demons and ghosts and stuff, the things he goes through with absent parents and leaving the family to go do something that nobody else in the family has done, you know, addiction, losing loved ones, you know, seeing horrible things that you can't unsee, you can't change, you can't remove yourself from. They're always there, but it you find a way to move on from it. Those were things that I clung on to and I attached to. So everybody assumes that I'm some big Dean fangirl, but in all reality, I'm actually, like, I knew that if even though it was a fictional character... If somebody can get through all the bullshit that Sam Winchester goes through in Supernatural, I can make it through whatever I'm going through. Yeah. And, like, there's a thing for actors called character bleed where you, when you're acting and you're playing this character, you get so enveloped and involved in that character and the way they think and, and everything that their their emotions and their mannerisms and their habits bleed into you as the actor. And there was an article from Jared's wife was interviewed and she said, you know, so what's it like being married to the guy who plays Sam Winchester? She goes, it's a lot like being married to Sam Winchester sometimes. Because Jared would bring Sam home. And yeah. it's like... For people who struggle with mental illness, you know, people will latch on to characters and, you know, from movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Like, that's that's something that happens. But for some people, that's their only push through the next thing. You know, it's 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 that little... Oh, we lost Druid. I think his computer yep. probably restarted. I'll stop for a minute. I'll pause. Druid, no! Druid, no! Um, Eric Lencha, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Eric Lencha! <laughs> I can't wait till he goes back and edits this. Oh, he's gonna go, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree on the supernatural thing. It was... I mean, it was like a big thing from Tumblr that I like ended up watching Supernatural and Sherlock at the same time as I did like Doctor Who, but Super Who Lock. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Yes. Um, but like going back and watching them, I love all three shows. Um, but like Doctor Who was one that stood out specifically because I've been watching it for so long. And in a weird way, it was my, it was the catalyst to get me into liking horror stuff, which has just become my personality at this point. <laughs> right. It, uh, you know, having that, 
is is just one of the craziest. So I was a big Tumblr person. I had a pretty, a pretty poppin' Tumblr at one point. Oh. Hey. Uh, so he's on his phone. He's, he messaged me and said, one minute. <laughs> You'll get there. Yeah, it's fine. I believe in you. I, I believe I can fly. <laughs> um, but no, like the the one of the phrases that stuck with me the most was there you nobody has ever done anything so bad that they can't be forgiven and i was like oh that hit me like right in the uterus oh <laughs> oh boy but it was something i needed to hear yeah and like i was just like fuck dude Fuck. <laughs> yeah. They all have, like, all three of those shows have, like, an underlying message that, like, people who have, like, mental illness or things can, like, take from it. And that's what made me latch onto it so hard. And, well, also being part of Tumblr. Oh, right. But... Yeah, good old, good old Tumblr. I actually met someone recently who was just like, why don't you... Uh, why don't you use Tumblr anymore? And I was like, oh, first of all, they took away porn. Damn you, it's Yahoo. Dead. It is. It's be so like going dead. on MySpace now. Right. I I was just there to like reblog stuff and I made quite a few friends on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. If you're out there listening, I miss you. Right. I miss you, friends. I have uh, I moved to Iowa because of friends I made on Tumblr. Yeah. Like. My wife uh, had a friend on Tumblr that, like, she was talking to for, like, years. And then she ended up uh, asking, they asked each other where they lived. And she was like, oh, I live in Michigan. And then it turns out she lived in Michigan, too. <laughs> and they were like, what? I thought we were, like, across the country from each other. And it turns out they were only, like, an hour away from each other the entire time. Oh, my God. Is he back? Hello? 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 Oh, there Hello. he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Wait, this doesn't seem to be. You seem a little a little soft in my ears. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. He's oh. his. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'll lower my volume still, just so still, that way you still, can talk. Still a little soft. Isn't yeah, it? still a little soft. One set. Let me. Pop a couple pills, you'll be hard in no time. <laughs> yeah, see Alice. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, see Alice. What a miracle! What a miracle drug! There we there go. There he is. Oh, here we go. Sorry about that. That's okay. You're good. I didn't plug in my laptop. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. This is uh this is it. This ginger has to deal with this like constantly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's all right. That's why I have a desktop. I don't have to worry about plugging it in. <laughs> mm. It's always plugged in, right? Yep. Nice. It, hey. it do be nice. Not going to lie. All right. So what was the last thing you remember, Druid? What do you mean? The last thing I remember? The uh, That we were talking about <laughs> before you just fucking uh, fell out of the podcast recording. <laughs> you, you, you were about to make a really interesting point, I believe. Uh, Fuck knows, we're talking about Doctor Who. Yeah, it, but I mean, so I think everybody being like, hey, shows from from childhood, shows from, you know, things like that, like, um, or not childhood, but like formative years, um, like formative moments in their life like those are shows that we're all just like yeah let's go back yeah yeah i would watch like season one of new who to like season nine like over and over and over again if it was like the only thing i had with me to watch on a desert island like i wouldn't mind watching that over and over and over and over and over and over and over again right I suppose my version of that is Twin Peaks. I was going to say. So I'm a big Twin Peaks nerd, basically. Uh, absolutely love the show. Um, I've got a vinyl LP on my wall signed by about five cast members. It's the only convention I've ever been to, and I've been about three times. Oh, wow. That's real cool. Yeah, so I love Twin Peaks, so that's that's my thing. Uh, in my eyes, Twin Peaks season one is fantastic. One of the best things committed to the small screen ever. <laughs> um, season two, not so hot. Uh, kind of deflated by studio pressures. Season three of Twin Peaks that came out a couple of years ago, again, fantastic. Absolutely one of my favourite things committed to the small screen. You will not get... There has never been a TV show so conceptually brilliant as Twin Peaks. And that's my uh, mic drop statement. I uh, We've talked about this many a times, Druid, that I need to just sit down and watch Twin Peaks at some point. I'm finally balancing my life so that I can uh, potentially start like watching TV and watching more movies again. <laughs> yeah. And so Twin I wouldn't Peaks necessarily, is I wouldn't necessarily want to live in that world. Right. I'd want to live in Riverdale so I can punch Jughead in the fucking face. I <laughs> mean fucking facts though. <laughs> So, you know, there's my answer. It's funny that you brought up Riverdale, because for some reason I was, like, thinking about it, and, like, it's not a show I think about. <laughs> like, my wife yeah. has, like, watched it, but, like, for some reason when you were going, when you were talking about Twin Peaks, it, like, popped into my head. Well, and then it, I was, yeah, I had this, like, well, intrusive thought of, like, what if my answer was Riverdale? And then I was, like, how fucking well, dumb would that it, be? It, it does its best to ape Twin Peaks at any given opportunity, I think. <laughs> okay, that that's why. 
because I I knew it had some like connection in some way. I was like, well, huh. there's a woman, there's a woman that works in a diner in Riverdale that works in a diner in Twin Peaks. Ah, uh... I see. But it 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 apes it. It's it's fucking awful. Um, Twin Peaks, fantastic. Uh, everyone listening, everyone that can hear the sound of my voice, watch the fuck out of that show. It's insane. The the thing that I have noticed about Riverdale, and I'm sorry if you like the show, like if if you like it, like absolutely, you know, just love it. Do do what you will with it. Fucking, uh, you know, just cherish fucking Archie and Jughead if that's what you wanted to do. But like <laughs> me personally, I don't care for it. I tried, couldn't do it. But the one thing I've noticed is they try really hard, like so hard to like pull from horror movies right? because there are constant, 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 like um, references and like all this. And it's like, it's almost like you could tell that like the directors wanted to make a horror movie or a horror show. Uh And even in like the fucking trailers, like when I first saw a trailer for it, there was like, it was like super ominous. And it was like, I think, uh, uh, Lily Reinhardt was like just in it, and then like she was like normal one second, and then in the next second she was fucking screaming, but nothing was coming out, and then like reverted back to like her just being normal. And those were like the kind of ominous trailers just to fucking mm. have a show about like fucking singing and shit. Like, <laughs> uh, like you, you could have ended the sentence at it's a show that tries really hard, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like. One thing that I I will point out to every single person is that uh, I really love this movie called It Follows, yeah. and it um the thumbnail for Riverdale is taken directly from yes, It Follows. It is, yeah, absolutely. And it's like it's a bunch of things like that, and like they have Skeet Ulrich, who is um uh Jughead's father in the show. He was. Uh, in the original Scream movie, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, just just throwing that out there. Um, getting ready for January fourteenth, Scream Five. Let's go. Um, <laughs> but he, like, there are so many like references to Scream within the show, and I get that like it's kind of just like a fun little callback, but it's also like one of those like with like the plots and everything, you can tell that like it wants to be Scream, it wants to be like all of these things. But it can't because it's following a comic series that is ridiculous. Oh, right. Like, it is following the worst possible comic series to do that with. You'd have better luck making a dark fucking horror show out of, like, Marvel comics and DC comics. Oh, Especially DC down. comics. Hands that you would. Yeah, and fucking Archie comics. And Ted just wants me to remind you that Morbius is coming out. Um, <laughs> and Jared Leto. Um, oh, man, and, thanks, hey, who knows what old head will appear in that one? <laughs> it's the thing that gets me the most, though, because being an avid Supernatural fan, Riverdale was on directly after Supernatural for a couple years, I think. And then yeah. they fucked around with the time slots with like Arrow and um, a couple of these other shows. And it's. Like, 
I would see ep- like some of the episodes of Riverdale because I'm too busy like doing something else to be all like, oh hey, uh, I'm gonna like talk. Uh, you know, I'm I've turned down the TV and I'm talking to someone about what's going on, and then uh, it's it's like what what the fuck is is this even like who why what th- I've written better shit. <laughs> In my sleep with a concussion. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I think they've got a penchant for um, really just incongruence. Like one episode does not lead into the other. They're like, oh, this is fine now. So uh, I remember yeah. an episode where uh, all the women in Riverdale started having seizures at the same time. And then all of a sudden in the next episode, it wasn't a problem. Oh, it's, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I truly don't how, get it. How could that not be a, like a significant event? Right. In your, in your small town's calendar? Right. <laughs> like, uh, oh, wow. Uh, all the women appear to be having seizures at the same time. Uh, but we'll stop worrying about that. Right. And, oh, yeah, that was a one-time thing. It's fine. Nobody ever has to think about it ever again. Oh, it's just another day in Riverdale. <laughs> right. Well, it's... See, in shows like Riverdale, I don't think it works. But when you look at something that's more comedic and satirical, like Bob's Burgers and stuff like that, they may go back and reference something every once in a while, but very rarely do they do something that is permanent, that, like, shows that there's a true passing of time and shit like that. Like, the biggest thing that they did is they, um, the actor who played Jimmy Pesto was at the, um, the Capitol on the day of the attempted coup, and when they found that out, they fired him, and they wrote Jimmy Pesto off the show. I saw that. And and uh, QAnon Shaman, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> uh, I will fight you like... uh, for ten for ten dollars. <laughs> I'll pay ten dollars to watch yeah, that fight. Uh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. The just fight. Watch, well, just watch. <laughs> Yeah, uh, everyone like crowd around while I get my ass beat by a bigot. <laughs> That's okay, because he'll have to fight me next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta go through me first. <laughs> and like, and like, oh wow, oh queuing on shame and uh, thank you for getting dropped from Bob <laughs> Bob's Burgers. It's just, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bob's Burgers on the on the uh, the cuter pounder. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, the cuter panda, you'll be waiting for that burger for a long time mm. because he's not coming. <laughs> yep. Well, I think now that we have uh, not only challenged one bigot, we've challenged uh, multiple bigots. Uh, I think this might be a good time to wrap up uh, yeah. the show. And yeah. I. Ep- episode 11, Bigot Baggins. Well. <laughs> Uh, this is... Don't don't touch the ring, bigot baggins. Is that Eric Lencher? <laughs> this is going to be episode. No, it's Gandalf the Grey. This is going to be episode two of the new season. Mm. 
So, uh, I'm yep. big excited though. I'm so happy that we're back. I'm so happy that we're doing this. I'm so happy that we could fulfill the re- fulfill the requests of many folks on the channel, the Twitch channel, to have the wonderful Andy DeSeal on. Yeah, and don't forget to check out his music at myspace.com forward slash cradle of filth. (laughs) (laughs) Forward slash fallout boy, let's go. Oh my god. So, uh, Andy... Arf, 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 dance, dance! (laughs) God damn it. Andy, uh... Is there anything that you would like to promote uh, before we wrap things up here? Um, not a whole lot. Just want to say thank you for anybody who has interest in hearing about me. I hope I've uh, lived up to the expectations. Um, you can hear me talk more about myself, which I like to do on my Twitch channel, Real Andy DeSeal. If you're in the community, you probably have seen me around before. Um, I also have another Twitch channel called Jigsaw Band MI, um, where that is basically uh, specifically for charity events. I'm going to be doing one every year on um, the Real Andy DeSeal channel, and then I'm going to be doing um, two every year on the Jigsaw channel. Um, but Jigsaw is a little project that I do, which is a metalcore band, uh, which is just me, but it's a band, we'll just say that, so that way you won't be confused by my saying of the word project, um, (laughs) (laughs) where I talk about issues I feel need talking about, and any money that would normally go towards a band actually goes towards the issues, and I... Highly encourage people to donate to reputable charities uh, involved with solving those issues. Um, I released a song that I'm still riding the wave on because I haven't been able to make music uh, since. Uh, But I am going to be making an album this year. But the song that is out now is called Chokehold the Freedom. It is with the vocalist of a band called Hawk and of Ice Nine Kills, one of my favorite bands. Um... And we talk, or well, the song is about (laughs) racial injustice involved in police brutality. So go donate to such causes as um, Innocence Project and things of that nature. There will be more um, charities that are on the YouTube link, which I have as a little command on my channel. Exclamation point jigsaw. And will be in the uh, description of this vi- like this podcast. Absolutely. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, but yeah, there will be more music coming. I have uh, I have a lot planned for it. Um, but there will be charity streams throughout 2022. At least three of them. Uh, those to be announced later. And Jigsaw will have more music. And... Um, yeah, I think that's that's about it for me. Hell yeah. Andy, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us. Uh, you have foregone about half of your stream time for tonight to be here, and I truly appreciate that. 
That's okay. I have no clue what I'm doing anyway, so I'm just probably going <laughs> to hop on Skyrim and be like, hey, I'm trying to do a challenge where I don't fucking uh, blink. All right. <laughs> I don't fucking blink, so uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck, fucking... I blink time to start over. Yeah. Fucking blinkings for fucking knocks, okay? <laughs> hey, forget about it. Huh? <laughs> I, and I guess I'll say this, Druid, Thank you, as always, for being here. I have missed this so fucking much, and I am so happy that we're doing season two, and we're hitting the ground running, and we're doing so many crazy, crazy things. Um, We should, by the time this podcast goes up, uh, we'll have a a Patreon set up, and the merch will be live. So... Uh, be sure to check those out and hang out with us everywhere that we do the things. Druid, my dude. Oh, absolute pleasure as always. Yes. So, uh, I guess we will, uh, talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.